AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Russell Building Supply on the Lee Scott Sports Network. In what was considered a slow start to the season for the Lee Scott Warriors back in week one, head coach Buster Daniel and his squad made massive improvements heading into game two. And it showed on the field with a dominating 51 to nothing victory over Monroe. Now the Warriors look to defend home field once again as the homestand comes to a close with the Morgan Academy Senators here tonight. Last season, Lee Scott made the lengthy road trip to Selma and came home with a 48 to six victory. This season, the Warriors Warriors are 2-0 and looking to build a winning streak to start 2023 while the game next week against the Glenwood Gators looms large. It's the Morgan Academy Senators visiting your Lee Scott Warriors on Friday Night Football. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. 
We are live here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as I welcome you inside the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown, home center. Well, it was a beautiful day here in Auburn, Opelika. The sun was shining. Not a cloud was in the sky. It's the same way here as we approach kickoff on a Friday. Friday night as your Lee Scott Warriors set to host the Morgan Academy Senators here at Judd Scott Field. It's a packed house already. We're still 30 minutes away from kickoff here at Lee Scott Academy. As I welcome in my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, to the booth. Christian, Lee Scott is 2-0. Their homestand coming to a close here tonight. What a great way uh, to start off the season with three straight home games. Last year was a different story. Had to be on the road for the first first month of the year. But here this year in 2023, three straight home games and a comes to a close here tonight with Morgan Academy. Yeah, picture perfect Friday night as you mentioned it. Not a cloud in the sky. One of those stereotypical perfect nights for football and no better way to end that homestand than on here, right here, uh, Joe Scott Field. Looking to, to build off that momentum as we hit the road next week. Well, Lee Scott, the last time we saw them, we were here. They took on Monroe and Christian. It was a slower start for Lee Scott. It was uh, scoreless through the first quarter between the Warriors uh, and the Monroe Volunteers last week. It was a special teams touchdown uh, uh, missed punt that was, or a punt that, a high snap, you should say, that went into the end zone. Lee Scott jumped on top of it, and that's really what got everything going for the Warriors. They never looked back, and they end up winning the football game 51 to nothing. What did you see last week that Lee Scott can carry into here to week three, or week four, game three, against Morgan? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, you look at, look at one thing on either side of the ball. First thing, the alignment on defense. You could tell that Coach Osmond was much more pleased with his defensive alignment coming from week or game one versus game two. The holes were clogged, didn't allow any chunk plays, especially in that running game. And on the offensive side of the ball, the rhythm and the blocking, I feel like, were the two things that we highlighted numerous times. We were able to get numerous play for, or numerous play drives, multiple first downs, moving the chains. And uh, we were able to call some lineman names just about as many times as running back names, and that's always a pretty good sign for your offense. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, a couple nights ago at the Red Feather Club meeting, <laughs> um, I had Jackson Lee's dad actually came up to me, and he's like, man, I really appreciate you shouting out the big guy. <laughs> guys up front, especially my oh, son yeah. Jackson. And I said, look, man, we have the easy job. We're calling their names. They're the ones on the field doing oh, yeah, the job, definitely. getting out, making the blocks, and it opens up the holes for guys like J.J. Myers, like Miles Zachary, who is inactive tonight out with an injury from last week, uh, Jake White, um, Tyler Kennedy. You can name so many different guys, but it's the guys up front who have been doing such a good job. We saw it last week, and that's got to happen again here tonight for Lee Scott to get that running game established. Yeah, it's one of those things that easily, easily goes overlooked as those offense of linemen's, you know, you're not used to hearing number 78 or number 52 throughout the entire broadcast, but when you're you're creating holes like they were last week. It's hard not to give them some love. Well, let's go ahead and get into uh, a couple of questions. We'll get to our keys to the game here inside the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. Reminder, it's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. We talked about the improvements Lee Scott made from Game 1 against Chambers to Game 2 versus Monroe, but... What can they do from Game 2 here in Game 3 that can get them ready to try to go 3-0 and in 2023? You know, it's one of those things, I think the passing game you expect to open up a little bit tonight. Last week, weren't didn't necessarily have to rely on it, and including 
uh, the conditions didn't necessarily air the ball out right. a whole lot. Going into next week, you're going to have to be able to throw the ball to move the chains. So I expect that passing offense to open up a lot tonight. Well, I think with the weather, you already mentioned it. Last Friday, uh, not a ton of rain during the game, but it was in the air. It was very humid, very uh, just uh, moist in the air, and the field was not in a good condition with the rain all day on Friday last week. That is not going to be an issue tonight as the lights just now flicker on here at Judd Scott Field. Gorgeous day all day. It's not hot. It's not humid. It is a wonderful September Friday night evening here in the state of Alabama. You mentioned and alluded to next week. Obviously, Lee Scott playing Morgan here tonight, but anybody that knows and you look at the schedule, you see the team that's on the schedule next week. The first road trip of the year that Lee Scott has to take is against your rival, the Glenwood Gators. How does Lee Scott here tonight against a very good, talented Morgan team? How do you focus on the game here tonight? What's at stake here in this game without looking too far ahead to the Gators next week? Yeah, it's hard not to. As soon as that schedule is released, you find Glenwood. You circle Glenwood. You know exactly when when you play them, you know exactly what week you're going to play them. But more importantly, you have to focus on tonight. If you look ahead, that's when teams get beat. You have to focus on tonight. Take care of what you can on the field tonight, then turn to those rivals next week. Well, it seems like down on the field right now is we're just about 20 minutes away from kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Morgan Academy Senators, the Lee Scott cheerleaders. And it seems like the younger cheerleaders all down through uh, what seems to be middle school, maybe even elementary as well. I mean, there's probably there's 50, 75 cheerleaders on the field right now doing all sorts of performances. His parents are down there filming, taking pictures. It's a wonderful scene here at Lee Scott Academy. The stands are full on the Lee Scott side. Morgan side still filling up a little bit. They've got a long drive to make down from Selma. Uh, Lee Scott, I know you weren't here with me last year, Kristen, but, man, we made some road trips last year. My friend Monroeville, uh, Selma, went to Chambers to start the year. Our first home game was against Glenwood here last year. So uh, we totally understand the road trip aspect of playing this Lee Scott and Morgan game. Uh, this is the Russell Bill. Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. And a reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, Christian, let's get into some of the keys to the game brought to you by Jeff Cotrant Funeral Home and Crematory serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. What are your keys to the game? How does Lee Scott come out and be effective and, and put some points on the board, keep playing high-level defense, and try to move to 3-0? and We already alluded to two of them. I think the first one uh, is that passing game. With the, without the rain tonight, you expect that offense to open up. Pelzer Reeves, only four of seven last week. You know, two of those being on those jet sweep passes. So I expect Coach Wade to spread the field a little bit, let those guys get out in space and try and make some plays. Uh, another thing we look, we, we focused on tonight was focus on tonight. Uh -huh. uh, not to look ahead. That's when good teams get beat. Don't take advantage and don't take for granted being able to play at home. Uh, it's one of those things that you're going to look back at the end of the year and be so ha so happy and grateful that you were able to play those first three games at home. And third, stepping stones. Game one versus Chambers. Game two versus Monroe. We saw the team last year. They reached that mountaintop. This team is trying to do the same this year. you got to keep taking those positive steps, build on that momentum, hopefully do that tonight as well. And I'll add a key to the game as well. well I mentioned earlier, Miles Zachary, the senior uh, wide receiver, DB, running back. They kind of use him all over the field. He's just that good of an athlete. Miles Zachary, not 
not playing tonight for Lee Scott. So an extra key to the game for me, you got to have, you got to really rely on your guys like J.J. Myers, like a Jake White. The guys I was talking about earlier, those guys have to do just a little bit more offensively and defensively as well in those DBs because we know Miles Zachary has made so many plays already this season as a DB. So uh, another key for me is other guys have to step up because you will feel the fact that Miles Zachary is not on the football field tonight. Well, it's that. It's not only the physical on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. Going back to focusing on tonight, it's the men- it's a mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys like that who have been there and done that have to set that mindset for the entire team so they can focus on tonight. He's one of the very few seniors on this football team is Miles Zachary. So you will, again, you're going to feel that he's not out here tonight. But Lee Scott and Morgan getting set to do battle here at Judd Scott Field. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Do It Center and Building Supply. When we come back, my one-on-one interview with Lee Scott's head football coach, Buster Daniel, earlier this week, talking about this game tonight and how Lee Scott can try to move to 3-0, and defeat Morgan, and look ahead to Glenwood next week. That's coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Looking to earn more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only with $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Jacob, go with boys up. The Lee Scott Warriors sitting down with head football coach Buster Daniel here previewing Lee Scott Academy versus Morgan on Friday night. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining me and being a part of the broadcast, getting ready for kickoff. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Uh, appreciate you doing taking your time to do this and uh, looking forward to it. Well, last week, uh, got off to a little bit of a slower start versus Monroe, but then a special teams touchdown uh, let you guys sort of get things going, and, and offensively, you got it rolling uh, with running the football. We know that's what you guys like to do. So uh, what did it, you know, what was the message 
as the game was starting off a little bit slower before you picked it up? Well, you know, we, we, we gave them a good field position on the very first snap. We jumped off sides. You know, we preached all week about watching the football and, and not making just silly penalties, and we had a lot of that uh, last week. But, you know, we gave them short, short sticks, as you, as you say, and uh, you know, they picked up the first down and kept the ball about four or four, five minutes, you know, the first drive. Um, it, it just we didn't start like we wanted to. Um, you know, I, I've talked about all week and, and, and last week about the fact that if we let them run the football straight at us, you know, it was going to be a long night. Um, and they did that first drive. And then we settled in and, and started doing things the right way and, and uh, you know, got us a couple of stops. And uh, we didn't we didn't start on offense like I wanted to either. We go three and out, getting the ball right back, which you can't do against, you know, good football teams. But, um, you know, we got to break on the, the special teams where they snapped the ball over the punter's head. And, you know, we were covered in the end zone for a touchdown. And I think that got us a spark. And, uh, you know, so we just took over from there. The offensive game plan, it's obvious for you guys, run the football when you have J.J. Myers, Banks Sims, Jake White, just athletes on the offensive side of the football. How important are those guys to be involved every single Friday night on the offense? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm a, I'm an old offensive line coach, man. I want to run the football. Everybody knows that. Uh, we're going to throw uh, as much as we can, as much as we need to, you know. You know, tonight we're going to try to throw the ball a little more. I'm going to put that out there. It's going to be a dry night. We got guys, you know, Harrison Short and uh, Brady Sigelski last week, they brought, blocked their back ends off, you know. So they deserve the ball some, you know, get shape if we get it to them. But, you know, we, we would like to be balanced. Uh, but, you know, anybody will tell you if, if the running game's working and we don't need to throw, we're not going to throw. You know, we're going to stay on the ground. What is it like for you to have your senior kicker, Matt Relator, who puts it through the back of the end zone every single time on a kickoff, no matter what level of football you're playing? We said this on the broadcast last week. No matter what level of football you're playing, that is huge. But especially at the high school level where you don't have the threat of a kickoff return, we saw Miles Zachary do it for us uh, in week one. So what's it like for to have him on kickoff plus hitting a 42-yard field goal last week against Monroe? Oh, he's great. Uh, you know, had him for four years. He kicked as a freshman for us. And, uh, you know, he's gotten better every year. But, yeah, uh, this year, man, it's just it's outstanding, you know, just to watch him and, and you talk to other coaches you know before the game or you know the, the previous week and you know and what a weapon you got you know knowing they're going to start at the 20 yard line every time they don't have a chance to return the ball uh it's huge for us and uh, he, he's a great weapon and i'm glad he's on our side well as we look towards this week coach sitting down with head coach buster daniel here on the pregame show here on the Lee scott sports network looking at this game versus morgan last year you went on the road made the long trip down to selma you get the win 48 to 6 one of the wins in the undefeated season What's the what's the game plan this week? I know it's a different team. Uh, it's just a different season. So your your plan and mindset going into this week against Morgan? Well, it's Morgan. Whether it's Monroe, Morgan doesn't matter. You know, Glenwood even next week. You know, we got to take care of Lee Scott. You know, we got to make th- things do things that we need to do to win football games. You know, last week we had we had I know we had three unsportsmanlike penalties that'll cost you in a cl- close game. We got to fix that. We had a lot of uh, just. Holding penalties that we shouldn't have got, you know, late in the game, especially. But we got to fix Lee Scott. We got to do things the right way. Um, again, we you know, got to be able to run the football. We got to be able to stop the run. You know, Morgan Morgan does a little both. They're balanced. I think they were fifty one percent run and forty nine percent pass. You know, so that there there's a balance there that we we've, we've got to be in the right place. Talked all week about to these guys on defense about being in the right place. And, and, and doing your assignments, you know, what you've been coached to do. If we do that, we'll be fine. But uh, we're facing a pretty good football team tonight. Can you take anything from last year's game, from last year's team? You lose, obviously, you guys lost a lot. But can you take anything from the game against Morgan on the road last year and put it into tonight's game here at Judd Scott Field? The only thing you can look at is uh, Coach Reigns. Coach Reigns is going to do what he does. You know, we talked about him, you know, running multiple uh, – um, 
formations on offense. You know, he's trying to outflank you. He does a lot of formations and runs a lot of the same plays out of the different formations. But uh, he's about the same. Uh, they lost a lot, similar to what we did. You know, we got a new quarterback, I think, got a new running back. Uh, but they're still going to do things the right way down there because Range is a good, good football coach. But biggest thing we've worked on all week is just being in the right position and in alignment on defense. Coach, how have you seen the change in the response from your team after the week one, the close victory versus Chambers 14-6, to then you have the early bye week, and then you get an impressive 51 nothing victory last week? How have you seen the growth early on through this season for your team? Well, you know, we had a huge improvement from game one to game two. <clears throat> we kind of challenged our guys. You know, they got to see the film. You know, we always tell the big eye in the sky, don't lie. You saw your performance. You saw what you did and didn't do, um, and they responded. You know, we, we kind of held them to the grindstone, and, and, and again, that week we were off. We got a chance to work on Lee Scott, and that's what we had to do, you know, do the things that we're supposed to do right. Um, they saw film. They went to work. They, they kind of embarrassed, I think, you know, and it should have been. Um, but much improved last week. We played. We didn't play a complete game, but it was a whole lot better, and, and we got to get better week to week. The difference from last year's schedule to this year's schedule on the road the first month of the year last year, obviously at home the first month of the year, or first month of the season this year, How just how big and, and important is that for you and your guys to have yet another home game here at Judd Scott Field before heading to Glenwood next week? Well, it's big. Anytime you're at home, play in front of the home crowd, it's huge for us. But, you know, we, we, we don't tell our guys anything about home and being away. It doesn't matter. We, we try to make that our home field. It don't matter where we go. We're going to try to play the same way. Um, our fans are going to travel anyway, it's just like a home game. So it's great to be at home, but like I said, our fans are going to travel, and that'll make us feel comfortable there. Quarterback Pelzer Reeves, his his comfort, you can see it. It, it was struggling a little bit in that first game, as you mentioned, the whole team sort of did. But you can really tell he played a lot of snaps last year on this football team. You can see how that's carried over already into 2023. What's he mean to you in this football team? Pelzer is uh, he, he's the glue that holds us together. Just go ahead and say that. I mean, he nothing bothers a young man. He He's always joking around. You know, we can get on get on about doing something. He just kind of shakes it off, and that's the kind of guy you got to have at quarterback. You know, you can't be emotional. You can't let things bother you. Uh, when a coach gets on you, which is going to happen, you can't just carry that. You got to shake it off and go on the next play. That's exactly what he does. And he's our leader out there. Um, again, nothing bothers him. He just he just runs the offense. He's the kind of guy that you know he he may not throw for twelve touchdowns in the game, but he's also not going to get you beat. He's going to do things the right way. You're telling me you get on Pelzeries on the sidelines sometimes. You get on your players, coach. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> well, when they need it. Well, we, like I said, we, we all coaches do that, but we're also gonna love on them. We're gonna put a hand around the neck and and you know, all around the neck and hug them and tell them we love them. But but yes, there are times that they they are not competing like they should, or they don't do things the right way, or don't do the things that, that you ask them to do. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta chastise them a little bit, but but they know we care about them and uh, and, and and we're getting on them for a good reason. We want to be the best they can be. Lee Scott, head football coach Buster Daniel, joining us here in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. Going into this game, what does Lee Scott have to do well to beat Morgan and move to three and zero in twenty twenty three? Well, all coaches say it: you got to be able to run the football, you got to be able to stop the run, and no turnovers. You know, we had a turnover last week. We got a huge break, and I'm sure you talked about it on the radio. Oh, we yeah. got a huge break. That was a fumble. I don't know what the referees are looking at, but we were fortunate. Um, but we got to take care of the football. You know, we had a fumble punt last week, a muff punt. Uh, that they recovered, but we got to take care of the ball. You know, we can't have turnovers. We got to cut out our, our uh, penalties, good and bad penalties. The bad penalties are ones that's after the play, and and ones before the play. You know, you're gonna have holdings, you're gonna have you know stuff during the play, but you can't have the stuff that's after the whistle blows or before the ball snap. That's what we got to fix. 
How difficult is it going to be? I feel like for you and this team, maybe not so much, but Glenwood does loom next week, and it's a huge game. We already know how talented and good they are early on this season. So how difficult is it for you and this team to focus on Morgan before Glenwood next week? It's not difficult because we, we make sure we tell our kids, we take them one at a time. We don't overlook any opponent, no matter how good or bad you think they are. We have to prepare each week. we got to take care of Lee Scott. We don't overlook anybody. So we're not looking at Glenwood yet. Um, we got to take care of Morgan, and we'll go to Glenwood on Saturday morning. Getting you ready for Lee Scott football versus Morgan Academy here on AU100. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff Head Football Coach Buster Daniel. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, I appreciate it. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. All of the action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. Now, here's color analyst Christian Griffin and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. Just under five minutes from kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Morgan Academy Senators. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as we wrap up the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. It's all been brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown, home central. Let's give you tonight's starting lineups brought to you by the Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at Goosh Center. .auburn.edu. We'll start on that offensive side of the ball. Bunch of names we called a lot last week. Start with that offensive line. Left tackle Cam Arwood. Carter Gibson gets the start at guard. Connor Stewart, Jackson Lee, and Max Shiver wrap up that right side. Pelzer Reeves will get the nod at the starting quarterback position. J.J. Myers and those wideouts. Harrison Short, Jake White, Lane Eddins, and Brady Sajelski. And we will have a couple guys playing on both sides of the ball. So we'll go ahead and give you that defense as well. Jackson Lee, uh, the nose tackle for the nose guard this evening. Two defensive ends, Lane Eddins and Hayden Kelly. Linebackers, Tyler Kennedy, Christian Horak, Sam Jackson, and J.J. Myers. And those DBs, Walker Fisher, Trip Vaughn, Hutchins Blomeyer, and Brady Sajelski. Those are tonight's starting lineups brought to you by the Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at goosecenter.auburn.edu. As the captains for both Lee Scott and Morgan have lined up on the sidelines, they are about to trot out to center field and 
get the coin toss, and we will get you the result of that coin toss coming up momentarily. And it's brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. The captains tonight for Lee Scott, quarterback Pelzer Reeves. It's also Brady Sajelski, uh, also number six, Harrison Short, and number four, J.J. Myers are the four captains tonight for Lee Scott as the Warriors get ready to get the coin toss. They'll take the field, and we will get you ready for kickoff between Lee Scott and Morgan Academy here at Judd Scott Field. Beautiful night. Not a cloud in the sky. Temperature is just about perfect. A little bit of a breeze coming in here uh, across the field into the press box in the booth here uh, as we're just a couple of minutes away from kickoff between Lee Scott and Morgan Academy. Stands are full here at Judd Scott Field on this Lee Scott side. I mean, they are slap full. There are very few open seats on this home side. Morgan fans still piling in over there on the far hill as well. But uh, Christian Keep an eye on that coin toss for me as we'll get that ready for you in just a second. Bands on the field, cheerleaders as well as Lee Scott getting ready to enter from right to left. Morgan will enter from left to right. It's a beautiful, beautiful night for football. Lee Scott 2-0 on the year. Morgan 1-1 as the Warriors looking to move to 3-0 on the season after a 14-6 win over Chambers and a 51-0 win, win over Monroe last week. Christian, do we have a result of the coin toss? Yeah, as those captains run back to their respective sidelines, Monroe Academy won the toss and will receive, so they'll get the ball first. We'll see that Lee Scott defense come out first, but Lee Scott gets the ball to start that second half. That coin toss brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse at Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station as Morgan takes the field here at Judd Scott. Definitely uh, a few less players on their roster compared to Lee Scott, but in all reality, Lee Scott's got a big football roster for AISA as the Warriors get ready to take the field here at Judd Scott Field at Lee Scott Academy. The Warriors take the field. And what should be a fantastic night for football here on a Friday night in Auburn, Alabama. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. Come back and have kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Morgan Academy Senators here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott wearing their home navies with the navy helmet, the red lettering, red stripes down the middle of the helmets with the navy uniforms, white stripes on the shoulders, and the white numerals, letters on the front and the back with the red trim around it and the white pants. Really good looking home uniforms. Morgan in their road whites with the white helmets. They've got the uh, the Minnesota uh, Minnesota Gophers looking them on the side of their helmets, the red and gold with the white jerseys, white pants, and the maroon navy numerals, letters, and stripe down the side. We're just about ready as Matt Relator tees it up. Lee Scott kicking right to left. Morgan will be moving the football from left to right as we're just about set for kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Morgan Academy Senators here on a Friday night on AU100 on the Lee Scott Sports Network. I'm excited. I hope you are as well. A packed house here at Lee Scott Academy. Matt Relator back to kick it away. 
for Lee Scott. And we're underway between Lee Scott and Morgan as Milton Hand back to return it, but it doesn't matter as it goes through the back of the end zone. We'll be saying that all night long for kicker Matt Relater. And, Kristen, as you mentioned, the Lee Scott defense will hit the field first. Again, those, those blue jerseys, they do look really, really good on that field, almost similar to what we see from Ole Miss. So Lee Scott defensively, who pitched a shutout last week against Monroe, having to deal with Caden, Caden Talier, will be the starting quarterback, number 17 tonight for Morgan. Has a halfback and a fullback behind him. One receiver to the left, one receiver to the right. Sweep out here on the near side and tackled at the 20-yard line. Who got there first? It was a couple of players for the Warriors. Looks to be Brady Sajewski, number 13, on the tackle. Again, we see it in play one. We've talked about it week in, week out. The speed of those linebackers try to get a sweep on that near side. Linebackers just beat him to the ball carrier, or beat him to the line of scrimmage. A loss of one. This first quarter brought to you by. Auburn Bank, their local team, stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott Warrior Football. 11.28 to go. Still no score between Lee Scott and Morgan. Quarterback Talia rolls out to his left on the far side, throws across the middle, deflected right at the 30-yard line. A nice play for Hutchins Blomeyer, number three for Lee Scott. And just like that, third and long for the Senators. I think there's actually going to be a, a defensive holding call on the, on the far side of the field, ball didn't hit that receiver, but as the receiver was coming off of his break, they're going to call for a pass interference. I thought it was before the ball was thrown, but nonetheless, it'll be an automatic first down for Monroe. Well, there's an early penalty that head coach Buster Daniel talked about you cannot have. He, he really was specifying on the pre-snap and post-snap penalties, right? Pre-play, post-play penalties. You're going to have some in the game is what he said, but this early in the ball game with 11.21 to go, you're just 40 seconds into the game, not what you want to see defensively for the Warriors. Well, especially not after getting the big first down stop. You're putting them behind the chains, and all of a sudden you see Monroe with the ball just about at that 40-yard marker. First and 10 at the 38 officially, moving left to right on your radio dial to Lear takes the snap, puts it into the chest of his running back, cuts back up the middle. It takes a little bit for Lee Scott to get there and brought down at the 44-yard line. So a nice run on first down to pick up. Oh, they're going to say he got to the 45. He was a little short, but they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt at the 45-yard line with 11 minutes to go in the opening quarter, second and three from the 45. We're told that Rhett Thomas gets the nod of that starting running back position. Speedy Purnell is out tonight for the Warriors, so expect to hear Thomas's name called quite a bit this evening. Two behind the quarterback, Talir, one out to the right. Fakes the first, hands to the second. Lee Scott's there in the backfield. Good tackle by Lee Scott. There's about three Warriors in there. And it appeared to be Lane Eddins who got in there, the senior defensive end, who was there to make the play in the backfield. And Lee Scott's got a third down on defense. Yeah, faked a little fullback motion in there. Eddins would set 40. He would have had the loss, tackle for loss with the fullback. Ends up getting it with the running back nonetheless. And here it is, that big first third down of the game. Third and three, quarterback to Lear, one to his right. He drops back to pass, throwing left all the way. Caught, hit, right at the line of scrimmage. Good play by Lee Scott. As the Warriors come up big on a third down, ten minutes to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Milton Hand tried to get the little bubble screen, get out in space. But that Lee Scott defense just too fast. Loss of one officially. It's fourth and four from their own 44 for Morgan, and the offense stays on the field, so an early an early risk here 
for head coach Danny Raines and the Senators. With 9.40 to go, still no score between Lee Scott and Morgan. It's the opening drive of the football game. It's an interesting thought to see if Morgan is that confident, confident in their defense in case they don't get it or if they're thinking, hey, we need to put points on the board in every possession. Talir under center. Two back behind him. One out left, one out to the right. And the, the play time. clock hits zero. And a timeout on the field by Morgan. We're going to take one with them scoreless on the opening drive between Lee Scott and Morgan. A big fourth down decision for the Senators when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. It'll be fourth and four for the Morgan Academy Senators right at the 44-yard line on their side of the football field. So an early uh, an early decision for Morgan and a big-time opportunity for the Lee Scott Warriors to get off the field defensively and have their offense step on the field for the first time. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And maybe it was a, a, a try for Morgan to draw Lee Scott off sides, but either way, quarterback Talir in the shotgun, takes the snap, throws across the middle, intercepted, intercepted right at the 50-yard line, and he's brought down in Morgan territory. Lee Scott with an early turnover as Lee Scott able to get the turnover. It was J.J. Myers on the defensive side of the football making a play. Yeah, great play there. It looked like they were trying to line up for almost a little fake punt situation. Myers stood right at that Lee Scott logo. And quarterback Talir eyed down his receiver the entire time. J.J. Myers ran right to his right, picked him off. Great first offensive possession or offensive field position for that Lee Scott offense. Quarterback Pelzer Reeves brings Jake White in motion, fakes to him, handoff to J.J. Myers up the middle, breaks the tackle, and drags a couple of players to about the 40-yard line, maybe the 41. So a nice gain on first down. You're going to hear J.J. Myers and Jake White's name a lot tonight, especially with Miles Zachary not in the football game tonight, out with an injury. So you're going to hear those two young men's name called a lot, running the football, whether it be in motion, straight up the gut, whatever it may be. Those two guys are going to be involved. You can guarantee it. I, mean, I think a run like that exemplifies the way that J.J. Myers runs, gets knocked before the line of scrimmage, ends up finding a way to get two or three, make it second and manageable. Jake White in motion from left to right. They pitch it to him on the sweep. He's out across the edge, over by the Morgan side. Sideline cuts back inside, going down the sideline, and he was pulled out of bounds. He didn't go flying. The defender did, though, and stepped out of bounds. So Jake White able to move the chains. We'll see where they officially mark it, but rather, nonetheless, it's a first down for the Warriors. Just as you mentioned, faking the run up the middle. Second play looking exactly like the first. This time they pitch it off to Jake White on the outside, gets the edge, and had one man to beat, but that safety knocks him right out of bounds, right at the 20-yard line. So first and 10 from the 20 puts Lee Scott in the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Pelzer comes up, throwing screen out to the left. Got a couple of blocks downfield, cuts it up, tripped up by the turf monster, and tripped up at the five. It was Harrison Short, ran between a couple of blocks, gets down inside the five. 
And it'll be first and goal for the Warriors with 8.14 to go, trying to break, break this game open in a scoreless tie. Again, we talked about that offensive playbook already opening up a little bit. I like it, too, getting Pelzer some easy completions early on, letting that offense move the chains and getting guys out in space early on. Quarterback reads in the shotgun, eight minutes to play, first and goal from the four. Handoff, Myers up the middle, walking into the to the end zone for a touchdown. He had a couple of blocks and found a defender to hit at the goal line. Touchdown, Warriors, 6-0, Lee Scott. That push on the offensive line, all you can ask for. Myers didn't see contact until right at that goal line. And I think he's going to win that battle more times than not. Well, we saw it last week. He doesn't care. If nobody's in front of him, he will go out of his way to find somebody to hit. He's too big. He's too physical. And that offensive line doing work early. And Lee Scott's on the board with 7.56 to go as senior kicker Matt Relator out to kick the PAT. It's up, and it is way into the woods. 7-0 Warriors here with 7.56 to go. In the opening quarter, Lee Scott has an early lead over Morgan Academy. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. 7-0 Warriors as they kick it away does Matt Relator. Milton Hand back to return it, and that didn't even hit in the end zone. It hit past the end zone and into the trees from kicker Matt Relator for a touchback. Welcome back into the booth here at the Lee Scott Sports Network on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Christian, an early turnover, an interception from J.J. Myers, and it pays off with a J.J. Myers touchdown run from four yards out. Yeah, bookended with highlighted plays. Good interception there on fourth down. Let's him pound his way into the end zone. And going back to it, we mentioned it. He does not care about contact. He will go out of his way to find it. Go back to the first run of the game. He only gets three yards on the carry, but he's touched behind the line of scrimmage, finds his way to keep his legs running, ends up getting two or three. And I feel like that's a perfect example of how he runs and how he bulled his way into the end zone to get that first touchdown of the evening for the Warriors. We'll see what Caden Talir can do in response. The Morgan Academy quarterback, empty backfield, comes out running out to the near side, throws across his body, nice snag, and shoved out of bounds from Lee Scott's Christian Horak. It was Milton Hand on the reception and a nice offensive play to open up the drive for the Senators. So far we can see Milton Hand and Brett Thomas are the two guys that Monroe's going to do everything they can to get the ball out in space. Six-yard pass play to open up the drive. Four to go on second down from their own 26-yard line. Morgan moving left to right on your radio dial. 7.49 to go. 
Clock stop with the play out of bounds. Empty backfield once again for quarterback Talir. Drops back, rushes up the middle immediately, and he's hit right at the 25. Able to get a couple of yards, but he was hit immediately before he was able to get out of the pocket. He somehow found a couple of yards into that first down marker. I think he's going to be just short and was tackled by Christian Horak once again. It'll be third and inches for Morgan Academy from the 29. Yeah, really good job there from Horak. Defense sagged off into coverage with that five-wide set. QB draw right there. Horak did a great job getting off his block and forcing the third down. Lee Scott defensively Crowds the line, and it's a quarterback sneak right up the middle. Did Talir get there? I don't think he did. He was under center. Lee Scott says, no, sir. And the official signal fourth down as well. Big stop for the Warriors up front. He was sneaking the whole way. They stacked the line defensively, and it's fourth and one for Morgan Academy. We talked about it on the offensive side of the ball that Lee Scott front four winning the line of scrimmage. We see it here once again on the defense side of the ball. And once again, another big fourth down from Monroe offense and that Lee Scott defense trying to put their offense in plus territory once again. Offense stays on the field for now. With a fourth and one from the 29, clock counts down from 635. It's 7-0 Lee Scott. And a big play for the Senators in their own territory. Quarterback Talir under center may try to drown off Snides. They don't. They hand it up the middle. Lee Scott was there. He didn't get there. Lee Scott was all over it. You didn't fake Lee Scott as Horak was in there again. Multiple Warriors in on the play, and it's a turnover on downs. Lee Scott takes over in enemy territory. Monroe tried to go right back to that fullback power right up the middle. And again, that Lee Scott defense just winning the line of scrimmage. And Lee Scott with a very short field, 29-yard line. Looking to double their lead in the first quarter. Two receivers out to the left, one to the right. I look for Lee Scott to take a shot here. Pelzer running back off his hip. It's J.J. Hands to him. No, throw over the middle and a nice play. He will get to the 30. He broke a tackle. There he goes to the far corner. One man to beat. Touchdown, Warriors. It's Brady Sajewski. 13-4-6. Touchdown, Warriors. The fake handoff to J.J. Myers, the throw over the middle, a broken tackle, and nothing but green grass in front of him. 13-0 Lee Scott with 6-14 to go here in the opening quarter. Yeah, beautiful RPO there from Pelzer Reeves. Had the, had the, the counter with Jake White if he wanted it, but saw one-on-one. Brady Sajowski with the cornerback. Ran a little five-yard slanting in. And again, we thought he was wrapped up, broke the tackle, and beat the safety to the goal line into that pylon to double the score for the for Lee Scott. So Zajelski gets Lee Scott back on the board as Matt Relator comes in to make it a 14-0 ball game and does so successfully. 14-0 Warriors. They scored a touchdown off an interception. They score another touchdown off a turnover on downs. And the Warriors in control early over Morgan Academy. Stay tuned. More Lee Scott football here on the Lee Scott Sports Network continues after this. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Russell Do-It Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Do-It Center at Building Supply. With 6.14 to go in the Auburn Bank first quarter, Lee Scott has a 14-0 lead over the visiting Morgan Academy Senators here at Judd Scott Field. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Well, a turnover off of an interception led to a Lee Scott touchdown. A turnover on downs leads to a Lee Scott touchdown. One rushing and one throwing. Pelzer Reeds gets a, a throwing touchdown here on the season. I said I wanted to see a shot. Not exactly a deep ball, but you didn't have to. A, a pass over the middle. Brady Sajowski catches it, breaks the tackle, and he's gone to the end zone. Yeah, that's one of the keys that we talked about earlier before the game. The passing attack's going to be there tonight. Pelzer's not necessarily going to take shots 20, 30, 40 yards down the field, but pick his spots, moving the chains, getting guys out in space and letting those guys do the work. Brady Sajelski makes a man miss, beats a man to the pylon in 4-6. Were you surprised that Morgan went for it on the fourth and one from their own 29-yard line? I know they don't have, you know, they're not maybe overly confident in the defense being able to stop this Lee Scott offense, but to put them their backs against the wall was kind of a risky move. Yeah, it definitely is, and it's one of those things where you have to credit the Lee Scott defense just as much. I know Lee Scott, you only get touchdowns on defense for pick sixes or scooping scores, but I feel like you could definitely put two asterisks on this side of the ball uh, for two two touchdowns on the defensive side for Lee Scott. As that kick, I'll let you guess where it ended up in the back of the end zone from Matt Relator as the Senator offense jogs back out on the field. Reminder, this first quarter is brought to you by Auburn Bank. Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud to sponsor Lee Scott Warrior Football. I think you said it perfectly, partner. Lee Scott's defense, you got to give them the credit for the two offensive touchdowns. It was an interception from J.J. Myers and then a turnover on downs on the fourth and one. Uh, QB sneak and then the turn and handoff to, uh, to the fullback. Lee Scott not fooled defensively, and they've given the offense plenty to work with, and they've capitalized with two scores. We'll see how Morgan can respond as quarterback to Lear. Under center once again. It's been about 50-50 between shotgun and under center. Sweep to the left. Out to the edge, picks up a couple of blocks. There are seven at least caught defenders on that tackle. It was Rhett Thomas, the running back, who got the carry. Just nowhere to go. Lee Scott moves so well left and right. There's just nowhere to go. Yeah, no, the lateral defense that we've talked about, even from the even from the defensive ends, but especially the linebacker and those those defensive backs, not really rushing to get that ball carrier, just pinching it off on that sideline. Nine. Forcing them to the boundary, using that as their 12th man on the field. So three receivers out to the right, one to the left, a running back off his hip as Talir runs out to the right, then cuts back up middle, reverses field, looking for a block, nobody there, able to escape one tackle, but then brought down by his ankles. A couple of Lee Scott defenders there, Thomas Dilworth in on the tackle, the junior defensive end for the Warriors. Either a big-time miscommunication or or Talir's one option on that passing play was not there because it looked, it looked a lot like a busted play. Talir having to run from his left to, or to his right and then back to his left. And once again, another big-time 
Third down play, looking for Lee Scott to get another stop here. 14-0 Warriors, five minutes to go in this first quarter as the Senators have a third and ten from the 20-yard line in the shotgun. Is Talir throws it to the far sideline. It is caught by Rhett Thomas. He'll be short on the line to gain. Going to be marked out around the 27-yard line. Pickup of seven, maybe eight if they're generous, but it'll be fourth down for the Senators. You can call me a broken record, but other than about two yards, we're looking at just about the same exact play. Fourth and three right at that 27, 28-yard line. And I think they've learned their lesson. It looks like the punter has come out. And Jake White will back up right we'll see about 45-yard line. See if they know anything about Jake White returning punts, if they know not to punt it to him or not. In the, the punt. The snap is fumbled in the backfield, and the punter just has to jump on it right around the 10-yard line. Came out, hit him in the hands, just couldn't do anything with it. Falls on it smartly, but Lee Scott inside the red zone based off another turnover, you could call that, if you will, from Morgan Academy. Yeah, maybe maybe we found our reason why the offense stays on the field. On fourth down, nonetheless, though, fourth, or first and goal from the 10 so Lee Scott, their third offensive possession, their third sh very short field, looking to capitalize early once a, again. A muffed punt. Punter just couldn't handle the snap. As the Warriors inside the Byron Spokehouse breakfast red zone, first and goal from the 10. Pels are looking to throw. It's a ball off to the right. Had him wide open. I mean wide open on the right-hand side. It was J.J. Myers just soaring a little bit on Pelzer Reeves on the first down throw. Second down for the Warriors. Pelzer would like to have that one back. He does. He definitely wants that back. He saw that outside linebacker coming on the free blitz. was wide open. Yeah, once again, Pelzer just saw that linebacker coming. Tried to rush it just a little bit and sailed that receiver who would have had an easy walk into the end zone. J.J. Myers off for Lee Scott. One running back to the left. Jake White in motion right to left. I think Lee Scott moved a little early. They did. It was Bank Sims for Lee Scott. He moved early. The running back off to the left of the quarterback, and it'll be a penalty on the Warriors. Yeah, Jake White coming from the left, from coming from the right to the left on that jet sweep, similar to what we saw on the second or the first possession for Lee Scott. This time, just on the opposite side of the field, Banks wanting to get out there and block that safety just a little bit too early. Made the right play, just made it a little yeah. bit too early. With 4:46 to go, Lee Scott has a 14-0 lead in this opening quarter over Morgan Academy. They're inside the five. For now, we'll see. What Lee Scott decides to do. First, Again, second and goal from the five. Go ahead. Just saying another tough play there from, from Sims because you're wanting to get out there and block that safety. Looks like we got movement again pre-snap. And a false start. Oh, delay a game. My apologies. Delay a game on Lee Scott. Don't see that happen too often on this Lee Scott offense. Maybe some confusion after the penalty on what the play call was, what the formation was, but nonetheless, two straight penalties for this Lee Scott offense, and these are the penalties Coach Daniel talked about, the ones you just can't have, the ones before the ball is even snapped. It looks like there's some referee confusion as well. I don't know if the play clock has started over. Yeah, it looks like they're waving the flag because they never moved the ball back from from the, the previous fall start. That's what it looked like. Well, that's what I thought. I thought that the ball was, yeah. placement was a little off, but I think it was just confusion all around, and of course, it's not always the first time, but <laughs> Lee Scott, second and goal from the five, 4.44 to go. As Jake White comes in motion left to right, they pitch it to him on the edge, goes, dives for the end zone. 
Touchdown, Warriors. Jake White finds the end zone. When he builds up his speed, you are not going to stop him. He dove for the opposite pylon, and the Warriors up big here in the first quarter. You just can't stop Jake White. If he gets a little bit of momentum, he's too quick, too elusive, and too physical for you to stop him. At least Scott takes a 20 to nothing lead with 439 to go in this Auburn Bank first quarter. Yeah, they're seeing something they like on that Jake White motion. Nobody's going with him from that quarterback lining up as Rolator sends the extra point through, but nobody's coming with Jake White on that far side. So whenever he's on that sweep, they're already a man down. And you get Jake White in space, not too many ball carriers going to keep him from getting inside that end zone. 21-0 Lee Scott here in the opening quarter. We'll take a break. Be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. Is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Well, Lee Scott has uh, taken control, you could say, here in the opening quarter. They lead Morgan 21 to nothing with 439 to go here at Judd Scott Field. I'm Jacob Goins. Alongside me, as always, is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, as Matt Relator once again sends it through the back of the end zone for a touchback. Lee Scott has scored three offensive touchdowns. All of them have come off of some sort of turnover-esque type play for Morgan Academy. It was an interception, a turnover on downs, and then a muffed punt all led to Lee Scott touchdowns. And I don't know if there's a high school fantasy draft or something, but uh, if there was, Pozzeri should have been my starting quarterback. Four of five, 71 yards, and two touchdowns. Pretty solid stat line through that first quarter. Yeah, I think uh, I think I like him on my fantasy team if that was a thing because, I mean, he's just he he's just efficient and that's what Lee Scott and Buster Daniel have talked about. That's what they want out of the quarterback spot. He's just efficient. He's not going to light you up for 300 yards, but he's not going to lose you football games. Is what Buster told me in the pregame. Handoff up the gut, nowhere to go. It's a wall of Lee Scott defenders, and it looked to be. Sam Jackson in on the play, the linebacker for the Warriors, who makes the stop, maybe a loss on the first down run. We've seen, as you mentioned, about 50-50. It's a, an I formation or a five-out set for, for Monroe Academy, and there really hasn't been anything in between. And every time you've seen five out, you see them pass. Every time they're in the I formation, it looks like there's a run up the middle. And a throw to the left side, batted away, almost intercepted. It was off the hands of Milton Hand. 
And a couple of Lee Scott defenders don't think they were prepared for that ball to not be caught. They just batted it down third and long for the Senators. Yeah, I think if they were expecting that ball to be tipped, could have easily taken it to the house. Milton Hand got just enough of a hand on it to, to cause a little bit of confusion in that secondary. That was bad. It was good but bad, right? Yeah, good but bad. <laughs> Handoff up the middle. A little bit of a hole cuts back inside and towards a block. Did Morgan Academy on the third and 11 from the 19. 3.50 to go. Would it be fourth and long for Morgan? And at this point, you'd like to see their offense maybe go for it. Maybe they'll punt it. We'll see as Jake White's going to run out to the LSA logo to return a punt. Last time Morgan tried to punt it, they muffed it. So we'll see if they can recover here. Lee Scott runs a couple guys on the field late. Again, moving Morgan moving left to right on your radio dial. Lee Scott will be moving right to left. There's nobody wide on the punt unit, so if, even if this punt gets off, Jake White's going to have either side. As it hits at about the 45, doesn't quite make it to the 50, gets a Morgan Academy roll, and it'll be down at their own 49-yard line, and that's where Lee Scott's offense will take over with a 21-0 lead and 3.15 to go here in this opening quarter. We'll leave it right here on AU100. What are you looking for, Lee Scott, offensively here? You're up by three touchdowns in the opening quarter. Anything you want to see in particular here, Christian? I think it's just efficiency. You want to keep those dead ball penalties off. You're not wanting to shoot yourself in the foot in a drive like this. And other than that, I mean, you just want to keep doing what you're doing. I mean, obviously, it sounds cliche doing what you're doing when you're up three scores. But when you're up 21 nothing in the first quarter and you have the ball at your own 49-yard line and that's your worst positioning so far, I feel like there's some positives. Pelzer drops back, looking left all way, does a double take, throw over the middle, one-handed catch! Oh, my goodness! Into the end zone! Touchdown, Warriors! A one-handed snag on the throw from Pelzer Reeves. What a throw, what a catch by Lee Scott. Oh, my goodness! It was Lane Eddins. Put that on SportsCenter. Touchdown, Lee Scott! Eddins just right up the seam. You saw Pelzer looking at him the entire way. As soon as he beat that safety, Pelzer just lobbed it up, had him beat. Lane sticks that left paw out and comes away with it. Pelzer Reeves was on his back after throwing that ball, got hit. You see him fist pumping up on the ground. What a catch there from Lane Eddins. Unbelievable play. It was a beautiful throw, just a slightly bit overthrown, if you will, from Pelzer Reeves, but a heck of a recovery from Lane Ends, like you said, stuck that left hand out there, snagged it like he's playing college ball, and the Warriors up 28 to nothing with 3.05 to play in the opening quarter. We'll take a break and be right back. Lee Scott in full control here at home in the first quarter over Morgan. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422.
Well, folks, be sure you're watching the TV and social media tonight because Layden Eddins is going to be all over it thanks to the one-handed touchdown grab from his quarterback, Pelzer Reeves. It was a beautiful play, a 49-yard touchdown reception, and Lee Scott all over Morgan here in the first quarter, 28 to nothing. Yeah, we took a break, and you could hear a very distant, you know, I have these headphones on, but something similar to like a da na na so, you know, it's just I'm speaking for what I heard. But, uh, yeah, heck of a catch there from Lane Edens. Lee Scott takes a 28 to nothing lead. An unbelievable play as Lane Edens tees it, or not Lane Edens, Matt Relator, excuse me, tees it up once again. And a pooch kick. Hits at the 20-yard line, taken by Morgan, up across the middle, picks up a couple of blocks. It is finally taken down. It is Milton Hand once again tackled by tackled by Lee Scott, and the kicker is James Pace. So Matt Relator may have his night done by now. Um, it was uh, Rush Dunlap, I believe, who was in on the tackle for Lee Scott, number 26. Yeah, and by far the best field positioning they've gotten. And this is what we talk about with, with Relator, the – the kicking aspect that Lee Scott has with him on that field. The ability to get touchbacks consistently is such a humongous factor for the, f the field position battle, and we see an example of that here. A throw out to Milton Hand out across the 50-yard line. Good for a first down. Good delivery from quarterback to Lear, and a first down for Morgan. Haven't had many of them tonight, but they're across the 50-yard line for the first time this evening. We'll see plays on the right side of the football field. You beat me to it. The punt ended at the Lee Scott 49 last time out before that one-handed catch from Lane Eddins. And we have officially hit midfield. We haven't technically crossed it yet. <laughs> that is very still true. At, we are at midfield as much as you could be as quarterback Talir puts it into hands. Ooh. And into his chest, a nasty fall. Looks like he's okay as he hits the 45-yard line now officially into Lee Scott territory for the first time. 2.35 to go in this opening quarter. Lee Scott with a 28-0 lead over Morgan Academy. Second and should be about five. Second and four officially from the Lee Scott 44-yard line. Yeah, as you mentioned, a scary tackle. Milton Hands took the hand off. Got tackled both ways. Felt opposite the way his legs were running. So good to see him getting up. Quarterback to Lear under center. Hands it off to the fullback, runs into the wall of Lee Scott defenders. You can't even call one name. I mean, there's so many of them. One, two, three, four, five. Lee Scott Warriors. Who's that at the bottom of the pile? Oh, my goodness. Lee Scott's Allen Owen, the junior DB, was at the very bottom, had both arms wrapped around the feet of the running back. He was there doing the dirty work, and it's third and four. No gain on the play from the 44 as the clock counts down from a minute 40 in the opening quarter. Again, we talk about it, that defensive pursuit, winning the ball, winning the line of scrimmage has come up huge so far in this first quarter for Lee Scott. Hand, excuse me, it's Talir in the backfield, hands it off up the middle, and a first down carry. Should be short. We'll see, they mark it just about, uh, about a half a yard short. Jake White actually came out of the huddle. Holding the football above his head. I think they're going to say that he was down because there's no excitement on the Lee Scott sideline. But Jake's kind of walking out with his hands out like, hey, I have the football. He had it, but they didn't give it to him. A fourth and inches, about a half a yard from the 41. A minute to play in the opening quarter. Talir under center for Morgan Academy. He rushes straight up the middle, and I think he got there. Lee Scott unable to stop it this time. And a first down for the Senators moving left to right and now into Lee Scott territory across the 40-yard line. Didn't get much, didn't need much. Got a yard, only needed about half. 
So an extra football length will move the chains a little bit further into Lee Scott territory. 51.3, clock has stopped. And it should start now on the official's whistle. There it goes. Under 50 seconds to play. First quarter, Lee Scott up 28-0 on Morgan. But the Senators have their best drive of the night so far. Talir comes up throwing. Look right over the way and has an open man. He caught it. Fumble. And they're going to say incomplete. I don't know. I think Han had a couple of hands on it. Made a football move, if you will. Took the turn, as they like to say on television. And looked like a looked like a good catch, turn, and fumble. But they're going to call it incomplete. And it'll be second down for the Senators. That's a that's a get back at you. If you were saying my my hand was bad, my hand choke was bad. <laughs> Yours was just as bad. But as you mentioned, I like that saying to make the turn. If you make a football move after getting the catch, it's not necessarily the two feet anymore. And I agree with you. I thought he made that turn as that ball got ripped away. Second and ten. Clock has stopped on the incompletion. Thirty-eight point two. Receiver out to the right. Two running backs set behind Talir. Sweep to the left hand side. It is Rhett Thomas out across the line of scrimmage. Gets about one and tackled out of bounds in front of the Morgan. Bench on the far side. Couple of Warriors there. 13 and 16 for Lee Scott, Brady Sajelski, and Hayes Wagner on the tackle. And it's plays like that that you can't necessarily see on the radio side of things, but that Monroe offense was heavy on the right side, ran a backside pitch to the left side. Lee Scott was outnumbered, but the speed just beat them to the sideline. And instead of a third and three or four, if a six or seven yard rush, it's third and nine and a half. So all the credit goes to that Lee Scott secondary. Lee Scott will head to the second quarter on defense with a 28 to nothing lead over Morgan Academy. You couldn't ask for anything of a better start for Lee Scott here at home. They lead Morgan 28-0 as we wrap up the Auburn Bank first quarter. We head to the second here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Looking to earn more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only for $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. The start of the second quarter, your Lee Scott Warriors have a commanding 28 to nothing lead over the visiting Morgan Academy Senators. Hello, everybody. I'm Jacob Goins with you, voice of the Lee Scott Warriors here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, Lee Scott defensively has a third and nine. Morgan moving right to left now on your radio dial. Talir rolls out to the right, throws it across his body to the right-hand side. Completion was made out on that right-hand side, but the tackle was made by a couple of Lee Scott defenders. But the primary tackler for Lee Scott looked to be uh, Jake White, number eight, who stops it on a fourth and nine. So 
Talir had the receiver open, had a really long bootleg on that play. If he gets it to him earlier, I think he gets that first down, moves the chains, but instead that slow developing play. So we'll look at the fourth and four as Talir. He's going to keep it, rush out to the right, cuts back up the middle, barrels his way across for the first down. And Morgan will move the chains at 11 minutes and 13 seconds here in this second quarter. They trail 28-0 to Lee Scott. So first and 10 from the 28, 11-13 to go. First and 10 from the 28, Morgan driving on their best offensive possession so far. Comes up, pump fake, throws straight over the middle, has a defender, a receiver. It's Milton Hand. He caught it. Oh, my goodness. He caught it between two Lee Scott defenders. Touchdown, Morgan. Milton Hand went up and snagged it out of the air. Couple of defenders there for the Warriors. Brady Sajelski and Harrison Short both went up for it, but like a basketball player just high-pointed it out of the air. And a heck of a grab for the Senators. They're on the board. Yeah, really nice throw there from Caden Talir as well. A little stop-and-go route right at the seam. Don't think it fooled Sajelski or the safety, but just a little bit caught out of position, split the two of them, and caught the ball right at the least got goalpost. As the kicker jogs out for Morgan Academy. Has to tie his shoes real quick. There we go. Now we're ready to go. It's number 65, Makai Thompson. Trying to make this a 28-7 deficit for Morgan. Comes out, kicks, and it is good. That was a fastball right there. Able to put it through. 28-7. Lee Scott leads. They give up a touchdown on a beautiful throw from Caden Talir and a nice catch from Milton Hand. And the Senators are on the board for the first time tonight. 28-7. Lee Scott leads. They'll get the football back here when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. 
Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Seven, your Lee Scott Warriors ahead of the Monroe Academy Senators. Christian Griffin and Jacob Goins on the call. Monroe comes out with an onside kick, goes out of bounds. So once again, the Lee Scott Warriors will get great field position north of their 40-yard line. As where Pelza Reeves takes over once again. Five for six on the evening, 120 yards and three touchdowns. Drops back to pass again, runs right, makes one man miss. And bullies his way right around the midfield. Looks like it'll adjust enough to move the chains for at least Scott first down. Apologies to uh, anybody listening and watching on the video stream. Had some audio technical difficulties, but I believe we got them fixed. So uh, apologies for that, and apologies it took us so long to figure it out. But um, Lee Scott has possession nicely done. Christian for uh, taking over there for just a second. Pelzeriz, you don't see it often, but he will run the football. He can do that when he has to. Doesn't really. There's no real played you know called plays for him to run uh, but he can do it at times as Jake White has it out on the edge makes a man miss picks up a heck of a block from Brady Sajelski down the field he's already been involved on the offense but that's what you want to see from a guy who wants the football make the block down the field first down Warriors it is unfortunately and it uh, looks like it's going to get moved back right wow. right as soon as he took, uh, got that scene got the edge I think they're going to get Max Shiver with a hold yeah at least Scott's already working their way back Shiver tried to turn his defender, and he went to make the tackle. Just got a little bit too much jersey there. But again, as you mentioned, the receivers working their working their way down the field, getting those blocks. Exactly what you want to see from that unit. So an unfortunate holding call against Lee Scott will bring back the Jake White run. Pelzer Reeves in the shotgun has JJ Myers off his left hip. Drops back to throw, does Pelzer, look for the screen, wasn't there, rolls out, just throws it in the general direction of Lane Eddins, falls incomplete, but a nice play, a smart play from Pelzer Reeves. The screen wasn't there, rolled out, tried to buy some time, and throws the incomplete pass. That'll be third and long for the Warriors. Yeah, really smart there. Really smart play there from Pelzer. Screen got blown up, tried to make... What he could out of a play, realized there was nothing there, wisely threw it right at the feet, lived to see another down. Third and 11 from their own 40, moving left to right with 10.08 to go on a 28-7 lead. Pelzer gives it up the middle to Tyler Kennedy across midfield, breaks a tackle across the 30. It's a foot race across the 20 and dragged down by Milton Hand. Number seven tackles number seven, but down and around the 12-yard line. A big run for the Warriors. First down inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. We saw that counter work numerous times last week a third and long play offensive line able to get up past the line of scrimmage get to that second level and as you mentioned Kennedy broke a tackle had one man to beat just got dragged down but that least got offense driving once again Lee Scott looking to score once again handoff 
in between the tackles, but Morgan there to make the stop. Bank Sims on the carry for the Warriors. Second and seven from inside the 10. Ball placed at the nine-yard line. 9.23 to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott up 28-7, looking to make it even more. Here in the second quarter, Pelzer running back off his right hip. It's J.J. Myers. And Lee Scott can get a first down if they get inside the two-yard line. Run off to the left in between the tackles once again, and Morgan is there again to make an interesting third and manageable for Lee Scott with under nine to play in the second quarter. Yeah, the first, first third down of the evening for that Lee Scott offense. Looking to see. Interesting if it'll be four down territory here with the push that that offensive line gets. If you don't get it here, just follow those big boys. Try to get that first down. Parker Wright gets the carry off to the right. Has a couple of blockers. Cuts it back towards the end zone. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Parker Wright, he's on the bar. The junior for Lee Scott. And the lead is extended once again. Parker Wright coming right off that right edge. Had the linebacker beat, put his foot in the ground, and cut right up the seam and walked his way into the end zone. Once again, as you mentioned, to extend that lead back to 27-28, assuming the extra point from Relator goes through the uprights. Senior Matt Relator on for the PAT. And on to the LSA Hill through the uprights and good. Lee Scott, 35, Morgan, 7 with 8.31 to go in the first half. You're listening to Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. The offense for Lee Scott just keeps on chugging along as they take a 35 7 lead with 8.31 to go in this second quarter. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. A high kick through the back of the end zone for another touchback. Once again, one of the best drives we've seen all night for Lee Scott because they had to go almost the length of the field, not the full length, but longer than they've had to go all night long. And Lee Scott just runs, runs, runs the football and another touchdown for the Warriors. Yeah, that offense, as you mentioned, I think chugging along is a great way to explain it. It seems like everything is working 
even if it's just picking up four, five, and six on first down, putting your offense in second and manageable, able to continue to move in the sticks. Looking to see if that least guy defense can step up and get the ball back to the Warriors offense here before halftime. Hand off up the gut for Morgan. Stopped at the 20-yard line, gain of zero. And it'll be a second and 10 with 8.20 to go in this first half. And I know listeners are probably sarcastically tired of hearing us talk about Matt Relator kicking it off into the end zone for a touchback every single kickoff. But we see what happens when they don't. All of a sudden, instead of getting the ball at the 20, Monroe's getting the ball at the 45-yard line, much shorter field to work with. They go down and score. We see Matt Relator back on that kickoff duties, and it just puts the defense in such a better momentum and a better rhythm when you're able to get the ball at the 20-yard line. Quarterback comes up, throwing to Milton Hand. Big hit on the far side. He caught it but had nowhere else to go after that. Big play by Lee Scott defensively. And it was Hayes Wagner, a big boy hit here on a Friday night at Lee Scott. Yeah, got the slant right up the middle. Tried to turn back towards the far side of the field. And Wagner was ready to deliver the blow. Third and five from their own 25 and a flag on the play play clock says 15 are there too many men oh look it could have been 12 men in the huddle well it's not on Lee Scott unless it could be a a, a sideline warning and that is what it will it be is. I don't know what the what the argument was from the coach I don't know if he was trying to to plead his case for a a hit or something, for, but I mean the Wagner hit was was definitely clean. I I don't know where the what the confusion was, but head coach does not seem happy with that line judge on the far side of the field. But nonetheless, big third down here for Lee Scott. Third and five from the twenty-five, and play made by Lee Scott. The big boys up front, and the linebackers are crashing as Walker Lane came up the defensive end to make the stop. A loss on the play will bring up a fourth down deep in their own territory for Morgan and a 35-7 deficit. There's really no right answer here. No, not at all. There's not a right answer, whether you're giving the ball back, regardless, or if you're going to try and test your offense to get seven yards and give Lee Scott an even shorter field. But credit to those defensive front linemen, even if we're not necessarily calling their names on making those tackles. They're clogging up holes, forcing those offensive linemen to block them, and those linebackers are running free, getting tackles for losses. It is going to be a punt from Morgan. Jake White takes it right at the 49-yard line, off to the near side, gets a couple of blocks downfield, makes a man miss, shakes off a couple of tackles, spin move at the 10, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown Lee Scott. Jake White, he's too dangerous in the open field, broke a couple of tackles, used some shifty footwork to get to the end zone, and it's a field day for the Warriors here at Judd Scott Field. Yeah, as we mentioned it earlier, when Moreau is out to punt, they have nobody out on that far side. All 11, or I guess all 10, and then the punter are all right at that line of scrimmage, so as soon as Jake White caught it, you could look at the near side, and you could see that was where he was headed. There was nobody there, had one man to beat, broke off the ankle tackle, and danced his way into the end zone for six. 51-yard punt return touchdown for Jake White. The second time he's been in the end zone this evening. And PAT, no good for Lee Scott, which will make it a 41. I don't believe they've run it yet. I think there was... Oh, everybody ran off the field. I thought he kicked it, and they said no good. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I see the Monroe coach. He was he was halfway onto the field. 
So I don't know if the, uh, they called a timeout just to go and talk to the officials or what. Because they haven't placed the ball off the three-yard line yet, which is where I would assume that Lee Scott's kicking the extra point from. So I think it was just a, a timeout from, from Monroe and not necessarily a strategic timeout, but one of those timeouts where uh, if you're a head coach, you're just wanting to get your money's worth. Well, Coach for Morgan out at about the 25-yard line, speaking to three of the four officials. Not sure what the frustration is. As of right now, it's 41-7. Lee Scott, 6.33 to go in the first half. As Lee Scott comes back out on the field. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. We saw the sideline warning in earlier in the drive, and then again, I mean, he's he's a third out onto the field talking to the talking well, to three like, officials. Yeah, looks like Lee Scott's going to redo the kick. Matt Relator on the field for Lee Scott. So looks like the PAT attempt will be reattempted here. And I don't know what your frustrations are in a 41-7 deficit in the first half i mean besides just the the scoreboard frustrations but well no it's hard to hard to point fingers when the when the scoreboard's showing up what it is other than pointing them right back onto your sideline so again yeah i'm with you i don't i don't understand what the frustration is or what the complaints is we'll try and get something but but at the moment not to shy away from that jake white punt return for a touchdown that nifty move along the near side and him walking into the end zone. High snap, good hold, and the kick is up, and it is good. Relator puts it through. It's 42-7, Warriors, here in the opening half with 6.33 to go in the second quarter. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Lee Scott in full control here in the first half. They have a 42-piece they've put up on Morgan in less than two quarters of play. 42-7 is our score. Lee Scott. Lee Scott and Morgan. It's a 42-7 lead for the Warriors. 6.33 to go in the first half. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 42-7, Lee Scott on top of Morgan with 6.33 to go here in the second quarter. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Looks like we did end up getting a little bit of clarification on what the complaint was on that Monroe sideline. A couple of Lee Scott players appeared to not get off the field once that punt was made. So very easily could have had 12, 13, 14 guys on the field 
wasn't called, and uh, Jake White, you're not going to hear any, any complaints from him. No, I think he'll, uh, he'll, he'll keep his mouth shut on that one, but that does understand, show the frustration uh, for, for the Morgan sideline if that was the case where uh, if Lee Scott did have a few other uh, defenders on the field. I understand. I understand the frustrations then. I mean, you, you get a punt return touchdown on you, and and seems like Lee Scott may have had a few extra guys on the field. Whether it helped the play or not, we don't really know, but uh, I definitely understand the frustration. But Lee Scott up 42-7, 6.33 to go. Again, we apologize for the audio difficulties on the video. Should be good to go now on YouTube and on Facebook. A reminder to stay tuned for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report coming up in 6 minutes and 33 seconds of game time. We'll recap this first half preview for what should be a running clock second half between Lee Scott and Morgan. As Relator kicks it away, and just no chance for a return, almost put it through the opposite uprights, did Matt Relator. Is it arena football? Will that, that actually counts? You get points towards it, or the... Is it the Canadian football? Yeah, it's maybe one like of the, the Canadian. Where... Yeah, maybe like the Canadian league. It's one of those indoor yeah, yeah. football leagues where if you do that, you actually get points for that. Maybe that's where Matt Relator needs to go is go play. I mean, Canadian football or indoor football league, and I mean he's good enough to be playing in college right now. I'm I'm telling you that right now. He is he is going to be playing college ball somewhere and make a coach very very happy, kicking the football on kickoffs, field goals, everything. He is just super super talented. For a high school kicker. As the quarterback, Talir, rolls out to the right, throws it over the middle, and falls incomplete. Intended receiver for Morgan was Will Colquitt, but it falls incomplete, second and 10 from the 20. And you brought it up earlier, Christian, and Buster Daniel talked about it in the pregame. Having a kicker that could put it through the to the end zone and knowing that your defense jogs to the 20 every single time, it's more of a mindset thing than, than anything for, for the defense and for the opposing offense who has to go farther than pretty much every other game they have to play. Yeah, I mean, it's not one of those things where you want to get complacent and expect something like that to happen. But again, it is very much of a mindset, expecting to run out on the field and force the defense to go 80 yards. Quarterback to Lear, hands it off to the right. To the left, excuse me, it is Rhett Thomas, who is tackled at about the 25-yard line. So a gain of five, but Lee Scott just so good moving left to right. You may get a little bit of an edge, but you're not going to find a hole on that edge against this Lee Scott defense. You're not, and they don't have the blockers to go out there and compete with uh, with that Lee Scott pushing down the sideline. And again, as you mentioned, Lee Scott's willing to give up two or three on one of those sweet plays that could very easily cut up the field and possibly turn into more, but just too many Navy helmets on the play. And they're going to call him out down at the 20. It's a pass to the left-hand side for Rhett Thomas. He'll get near the 30, not quite to it, though, and should be fourth down for that Lee Scott defense. 5.45 to go. He was knocked out of bounds. Clock will stop in a 42-7 lead for Lee Scott. Monroe one for four on fourth down so far. I expect him to go for it again here. As again, it's one of those there's no, no right or wrong play here. You're down 35. Ball's at the 28 and a half, I think you could say. Yeah, 28 officially fourth, and well, they're going to say the 29. So you were right, fourth and one from the 29, moving right to left. And they are bringing. And they are going to punt. Almost got there. Did Lee Scott? They're going to let it hit right at the 47-yard line. Come across midfield. Takes a nice senator bounce, and they will down it at the 44-yard line, and we'll leave it right here. 
on AU100. We appreciate you all tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Lee Scott with a 42-7 lead with 5.35 to go in the first half. Lee Scott 2-0 on the year, looking to move to 3-0 against Morgan. Lee Scott, number two team in AISA behind those Glenwood Gators. Did receive any first-place votes, though. Glenwood got all but one, and Chambers Academy received a vote to be in first place, even though Lee Scott defeated them in week one. A handoff up the middle. It's J.J. Myers. Drags a couple of defenders across the midfield and is down at the opposing 48-yard line. And I was about to ask you the question before I saw the offense run out on the field, but I think it was already answered by Coach Wade and Buster Daniel. Number 17, Ethan Hardy. Looks to be taking the snaps on this drive. So We saw him make some physical runs last week at the end of the game. He was seeking some bodies lower in his shoulder, and I expect to see him do a little bit offensively as he is in the backfield. Parker right off to his left and fumbles the snaps, just drops down on it, and he'll be marked down right around the 45-46 yard line to so a loss on the play. Hardy just a little got ahead of himself there. He tried to run before he had the snap in his hands and a loss on the play for the Warriors. Yeah, it looked like a little bit of a QB read trying to read that defensive edge off on that top side. Snap a little bit low. Hardy's eyes came up just a little bit too soon. Ended up falling on it and a third down here for that Lee Scott offense. Banks Sims runs out on the field. For Lee Scott Parker Wright, subs out for the Warriors. Third and eight from their own 46, moving left to right. On your radio dial, receiver out to the left, two out to the right, and a running back on the quarterback's hip. Turns, fakes it to him. Hardy does keep it around in on the left side, lowers his shoulder, and is taken down just across midfield. As you can see, Hardy not afraid to make some contact, tackle made by Jake Sams, number 59 for Morgan. And a fourth down for Lee Scott Looks and a like, punting situation for the Warriors. Yeah, bringing out the punt unit for the first time tonight. Matt Relator also doing the punting duties. And again, it's fresh and it's young, but you can see the speed that Hardy has on that outside, on that QB read, able to cut it up and get positive yards. So looking forward to the future with him. A high kick. We'll get down inside the 10, and Morgan's just going to let it run, and Lee Scott will get it down inside the 10 right around the 8-yard line, and that's where the Morgan offense will take over as they trail 42-7 to with 3.22 to play in this first half. And we'll leave it right here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. I'm Jacob Cohen. He's Christian Griffin with you. Reminder, stay tuned for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Get you caught up on a wild first half for Lee Scott as they've put up 42 points. They gave up an impressive touchdown for Morgan. Hasn't been too many plays, but that touchdown pass was unbelievable. It was. Talking about the little stop and go right up the seam. Floated right into the basket of the receiver hand. A quick handoff, a turning handoff, if you will, from quarterback to Lear up the middle. Lee Scott not fooled at all. It was Davis Fuller, number 15 on the carry for the Senators. Gain of one, maybe. Second and nine from the eight-yard line. Three minutes to play in the first half. It looks like Monroe is very content on taking as much of the play clock on this drive as they can, trying to get to halftime. 
Talir under center, drops back to pass, looking left the whole way, rushes out. He's got a one-on-one and an arm tackle slung down by Charlie Lloyd. A pickup of a few for the quarterback, Talir, but a good open field tackle by Charlie Lloyd, the senior. And as we approach halftime, go ahead and look at our friends over at Auburn High who are at halftime leading 14-7 to as the Tigers playing the Tigers, Auburn and Dothan. Once again, Auburn leading 14-7 to at halftime there. It's a good game there in Dothan. Two very, very talented teams. Auburn High School coming off a tough loss to Enterprise last week. Quarterback also injured and out for the foreseeable future. So Auburn trying to figure out a way to handle the quarterback situation as Talir for Morgan rolls out to the right. Catch made, big hit, out of bounds. If he held on to it, that's impressive. He did. That's Jack Johnson on the catch for Morgan. Big hit on the far sideline, but he held on to it and good enough to move the chains. First down, Senators. I'll pass. I was going to, just thinking of a banana pancakes. Hold on to the football, something along those lines, but I feel like, you know, we're going to have to pass. Talir in the shotgun, running back off his right hip. It's a screen out to the near side. It's hand and tackle made right as he catches the football. Comes up celebrating. He's excited. Is Hayden Kelly, the junior, who makes the play on the first down throw. 145 to go in the opening half. And how about the smarts there from Kelly? Lined up at that defensive edge. Saw that he wasn't going to get to the quarterback. Saw that the screen was developing behind him. Completely gave up on the rush. Went to go tackle the ball car- or the, the receiver who turned into the ball carrier. At least got only surrendering one yard on that screen. Talir handoff off the right side. Finds a little bit of space. Lee Scott collapses. On the far hash mark near the Morgan sideline. 115 to go. And again, after that first down, I think if you're Monroe, you are happy using all 30 seconds of this remaining play clock, maybe running another play or two, but trying to save some dignity into that halftime break. Not giving the least got offense another chance to add some more points on the board before half. Third and three from their own 26. Moving right to left is Morgan under a minute to play. This will be probably the final play of the first half. A lazy throw over the middle somehow gets there. Lee Scott, four, five, six, seven, eight players make the tackle on one man. As it was Walker Fisher, the first man there, it was... Looks like hand on the catch for Morgan. And credit the hand again for making that catch. A little bit of, as you said, a lackadaisical throw across the middle of the field. It could very easily get tipped and have been taken the other way if he had not come down with it. So with the first down, the clock stopped temporarily. This should be the last play as Talir comes up throwing, steps up in the pocket. He tucks it and runs here on the near side. He's got space across the 40, out across the 50, and steps out of bounds as he was pressured by Walker Fisher. Trips up, hits the fence. Looks like he's okay. And with 21 seconds to go, Morgan across the 50-yard line. Maybe they will continue to run the football and try to make something of it here near the end of the half. Yeah, all of all of Talir's wideouts ran to the right. All the defense went with it, playing in man. Nobody there on the near side, that left side. He tuck it, tucked it and ran. Got a big chunk play just past that Lee Scott logo on midfield. 21.3 remaining on the clock. Talir in shotgun throws here on the near side. It's Davis Fuller and tackled inbounds short of the 40-yard line. And a good play, a good tackle by Lee Scott. 
it was Walker Fisher who made the open field tackle in the field of play, which forced Morgan to call a timeout with 13.1 to go. 42-7 is our score. Lee Scott leads Morgan Academy. And Christian, before we get to halftime, 13.1 to go. A nice open field tackle there from Walker Fisher. If he gets out of bounds, Morgan saves the timeout. And look, I know it's 42-7, to but credit to Morgan. They're fighting. They've proven us wrong a couple of times already on how they're not going to stop, and they're going to keep fighting and try to make something of this final drive before the first half ends. They are, definitely. But I think you, have, you also have to give a lot of credit to Walker Fisher. They're making that tackle inbounds. Again, it's 42-7, to but a play like that in the following weeks with a team trying to put some points up right before half, time forcing them to use their final timeout with 13.1 and still 30 know, 42 yards to go it's a really big timeout that they're having to use there so a really good open field tackle in space from walker fisher i think you bring up a great point maybe not may, the impact of that may not be felt in this game but yeah. how about next week at glenwood exactly. if you make a play like that and it's a tie ball game near the end of the half it's a huge play from walker fisher in crunch time here for lee scott academy so second and four from the lee scott 42 monroe or morgan excuse me in lee scott territory for what has been a very very few times tonight 13.1 on the clock as the quarterback to in the shotgun empty set three out wide to the right two out to the left rolls out to the right he's got a man open one-on-one and they're going to call a flag didn't turn and try to look for the football it was Bank Sims in coverage one-on-one, got tangled up with the receiver, put his hands up, didn't make an effort to turn, I guess, and they're going to call a pass interference on the defense and set up Morgan with 5.9 to go. Well, it's unfortunate because he's in great position uh, if that ball is thrown where it should be. I think the hardest thing in college football, the hardest play to defend is the underthrown football. You see it more times than not. It's either a completion uh, with the receiver coming back towards the ball or it's one of those pass interference calls. Banks in the right position. But again, just not able to spot that football on the underthrow. And the arms get a little bit tangled. Not too much, but uh, enough that's going to get called, especially here at the high school level. 5.9, first and 10 from the 27. Morgan threatening to score at the end of the half. Unless they throw an out route, this timing-wise should be the final play. Talir in the shotgun, empty set. Steps up, delivers a 50-50 ball. He's got a receiver, corner of the end zone, hit him in the hands. Rhett Thomas was open, hit it off both of his hands, and just dropped what was a breadbasket throw from Caden Talir. Beautiful throw. He beat the defenders, but dropped in the end zone, and Lee Scott avoids a touchdown on their defense. And it's 42-7 as we head to the half. We'll talk about it. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report is next here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. 
Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Welcome into the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Elise Scott leads 42-7 over Morgan Academy at the half here at Judd Scott Field in what was about as impressive of an offensive and defensive special teams performance that you could ask for in high school football. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Again, this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Christian, everybody got involved offensively. It was a couple big defensive plays early that led to Lee Scott's scores, and then Lee Scott's just physicality, depth, really took over in this football game. They have a 42-7 to lead at the half. Yeah, again, it's one of those things you want to credit the defense for the first two, if not all three of those first touchdowns. You can't necessarily give it to them uh, on the stat sheet, but definitely something that you're going to give credit to that defensive side of the ball. And as you mentioned, everything working on the offensive side of the ball. We talked about wanting to see that playbook open up on the passing unit, and it definitely has Pelzer Reeves' three first-half touchdowns, including, I think, the highlight of the night, that Lane Edens' 49-yard one-handed snag, broken ankle tackle, and walked into the end zone. I feel like that play summarizes the entire first half. Yeah, it was an unbelievable throw, just a, t- a tad bit overthrown by Pelzer Reeves, but Lane Edden jumped up, put his left hand out there, snagged it in OBJ style, and ran it in for a 49-yard score. That's one of the uh, many touchdowns that were scored in that first half. After an opening drive interception for Lee Scott's defense, J.J. Myers was on the interception. He then got the touchdown run from four yards out. Then Morgan turned it over on downs. Brady Sajelski got a receiving touchdown on that second drive. Then it was a muffed punt for Morgan, and Jake White was able to run it in from five yards out after that after Lee Scott took over. Then it was the lane ends highlight reel touchdown from 49 yards out, the one-handed grab. Parker Wright got himself a rushing score and then Jake White on a 51-yard punt return here on the near sideline. A spin move, broke a few tackles, broke a few ankles along the way, and that's how Lee Scott scored their 42 points. On the other side, 
you've got to give credit where it's due because Morgan has had a couple of offensive drives, and it was a beautiful throw by quarterback Caden Talier and Milton Hand. He put it right in the bread basket in between two Lee Scott defenders right at the LSA goalpost. He snagged it with two hands, high-pointed it out of the air, and that's how Morgan got on the board. So a nice play for the Senators. Yeah, it was a really nice play. We talked about it a little bit. A little stop and go from the receiver, Milton Hand, right on the seam, right in that slot position. Came back towards the quarterback, and as soon as he broke, right going back up the field, Talir let it fly, and again, right in between the cornerback and the safety. Not too many places you could put it other than that one spot, and he came away with that touchdown. And right there at the end of the half, down here on our left yeah. side of the field, Talir dropped another one in the bread basket to Rhett Thomas, the running back. Really probably not known for his hands, more for his running ability so far tonight, but he put it, I mean, in, you couldn't ask for a better throw over the shoulder, front corner of the end zone, beat the least got defenders. They had no idea he was even there. He just dropped it there at the end of the half. Yeah, all four of the other receivers are kind of lined up in between the hashes and you know obviously there's a little Hail Mary of a play but yeah that defense did not see Brett Thomas on the near sideline and Talir put it right at the pylon right in the end zone and luckily for Lee Scott it falls incomplete something that obviously coach Buster Daniel is going to talk about but a play that you don't, you're not going to look at to summarize the, the the first half defensive play by any means. Lee Scott leads Morgan 42 to seven at the half here at Judd Scott Field. This is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Offensively, Christian, what did you see from Lee Scott? We obviously know they ran the football. It's what they like to do. We saw Pelzer Reeves air it out a little bit. We even saw Pelzer run it when he got in trouble at times. What did you see from the Lee Scott offense that you, that impressed you in this 42-point performance so far? Look, through the first two games, we know what Lee Scott can do running the football. I think the biggest question mark was how can they move the ball through the air to continue drives and put them in plays when they're needed to get those long chunk plays, especially to move the chains. 319 rushing yards last week in Week 2 I think was definitely the highlight to everything, obviously, in that blowout win. So we wanted to see the offense move the ball through the air a little bit. Pelzer Reeves, 5 of 6, 120 yards and 3 touchdowns, I think answers the call exactly what we were wanting to see. And even plays where you're not necessarily getting a correct highlight, making the right play here. We saw on the screen right here, kind of blew up, tried to make what he could out of it, ended up throwing it away. The offense ends up driving down and scores. Pelzer's not somebody that's going to beat you for 300 yards every single game, as we've talked about with head coach Buster Daniel saying he makes the right plays. He's going to be somebody, you know, we talked about the game manager in, or, yeah, game manager in college football. Somebody that's going to move the offense down the field, put them in the correct spots, and willing to put points on the board for that offense. And not going to turn the ball over. Exactly, I, I yeah. think that's a huge factor as well that Lee Scott has yet to do tonight. Knock on wood. Uh, hopefully, Broadcasters Curse doesn't come back to bite this team. But Lee Scott has a 42 to 7 lead at the half as the Warrior Band and Dance Team out at center field. When we come back, we'll talk about what Lee Scott needs to do in the second half. While the, the win may not be in question, you still got to perform with the Glenwood game coming up next week. We'll talk about what Lee Scott has to do in the second half as the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell do 
Hewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Hewitt Center at Building Supply. Looking to earn more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only for $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. Lee Scott leads Morgan Academy 42-7 at the half. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com as the Warrior Band and Dance Team performing at center field, doing a fantastic job here at Judd Scott Field. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. In a 42-7 game, you can't really say much that Lee Scott has to improve on in the second half, but Christian, as we've talked about already, a big game coming up next week. Don't want to look too far ahead, but how can Lee Scott get better in this second half as you prepare for what is a big game next week against the number one Glenwood Gators? I think experience is, is one of the biggest things that you can look at. Getting guys snaps that aren't necessarily used to seeing it. Some of the younger guys, because you never know when they're going to be needed to step up and make a play. Whether it's next week against Glenwood or it could be the third round of the playoffs when somebody's going to get called on and because of this experience they're able to, they're able to say that they've been there and they've done that and, and make the plays. I think for Lee Scott, for me personally, I, I like that. Get some more guys in there, get experience um, and then just 
play clean football. Yeah. I mean, again, no turnovers. Clean up the penalties. Lee Scott had a few of them. Uh, pre-snap, post-snap penalties. Uh, something Buster Daniel has talked about. Just clean those things up, and I think you're going to be in a good spot, not only to win this football game, but to be in a good spot for the rest of the season. Lee Scott leads 42-7 to at the half over Morgan Academy. And really for Morgan, you, you know, to kind of talk about them for just a second, when you look up and down this roster for them, they've got about 23 players on this roster, but according to our count, five of them are not playing. And so they're dealing with a, with a depth issue right now as Morgan Academy. Not that they don't have the talent or the coaching. They just don't hardly have the guys to keep up with a Lee Scott team that has almost double what they do. Well, it's that too. And when you have the offensive success that Lee Scott's having, and most of those guys are having to play both ways, they're having to run 80, 90 yards the length of the field on on defense trying to tackle the ball carry and then all of a sudden they're having to go up and block as an offensive lineman or so you know when they're on offense so it's it's as you mentioned a huge depth issue and one of those things that lee scott you could tell was going to exploit early on we assume we will have a running clock in the second half don't know that for sure so we'll definitely get you updated on that, but Lee Scott has a 42 to seven victory or a 42 to seven lead so far. Expecting victory, but you never know. It is high school football, but a 42 to seven lead over Morgan Academy. We're about six minutes away from the start of the second half between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Morgan Academy Senators. This is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. And a reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn. Auburn Express Towing, whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, when we come back, we'll have the second half between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Morgan Academy Senators as the Warriors on top, 42-7, looking to close out the second half and go 3-0 in 2023. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. 
Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. As we get you ready to start the third quarter between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Morgan Academy Senators, the Warriors on top, 42-7 to at the start of the third quarter. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as we wrapped up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. A reminder that tomorrow, with college football Saturday kicking off for week two in the game of college football, you can tune in over on our sister station, Wings 94-3. Uh, right now, Auburn High School in a battle with Dothan. Scott Bagwell on the call on the Auburn High School Sports Network. So be sure you're flipping back and forth all night long from AU100 right here and Wings 94-3, Auburn High School uh, on the air right now. Tomorrow, a full day of college football coverage as well as uh, Auburn University getting underway late tomorrow night, 9.30 Central start time out at Cal there in Berkeley to take on the Golden Bears. A full evening of coverage as our game day on Wings 94.3 show will get underway tomorrow afternoon at 5.30. It'll be myself and Uncle T-Bone Wade Bennett as we will get you set for the nightcap of Alabama, Texas, and Auburn and Cal. That'll be at 5.30 on game day on Wings 94.3 and wingsfm.com. That leads right into the Tiger Tailgate Show and the countdown to kickoff on the Auburn Sports Network with Andy Birch and Brad Law and all the guys at the Auburn Sports Network. And they will take you up to kickoff at 9.30 tomorrow night between Auburn and Cal. You can catch all of that action tomorrow on Wings 94.3. Christian, your thoughts on that Auburn-Cal game? Well, we got a few minutes before the half, or the third quarter starts. Auburn on the road tomorrow at Cal. Everybody's, everybody's starting to get a little anxious about this game. What do you think about it? Well, I think... One of the big things is you're seeing how much Cal's looking forward to it based on how many of their players are talking. Yeah. And I feel like that brings a little bit of anxiety on both sides. Uh, if, you're, if you're Cal, you're really hoping that you can back it up. And if you're Auburn, you're thanking them for the bulletin board material at the moment. Yeah, you better uh, believe it. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I really do. Uh, Cal ran for close to 350 last week on North Texas. Regardless of who you're playing, putting 350 on somebody is a very impressive margin. Obviously, with Auburn's weakness, I think that you would say is that that defensive run unit uh, that Coach Freeze has highlighted numerous times. So I, I can see Cal moving the ball uh, a couple times before those adjustments get made. Uh, 
I like Auburn in the fourth quarter pull away. I think it's going to be a four-quarter game. I really do, at least halfway through the fourth quarter. Uh, big stop maybe for Auburn halfway through that fourth quarter puts them just out of reach. I like I like Auburn by 10. By 10? Okay. Yeah, I think that's what I've got. I think I've got Auburn uh, about by 10. I think I said, what, 34-24 today on the okay. show, I think, is what I said. So, no, I think Auburn's going to have to play well. I mean, you're on the road at Cal, a 9.30 kick. We know all the factors there. So, uh, that should be an exciting game tomorrow. And, again, you can catch all the action starting with the game day on Wings 94-3 show. It'll be uh, myself and Uncle T-Bone Wade Bennett here uh, or over on Wings 94.3 starting at 5.30. It's an hour-long show. Feeds right into the Tiger Tailgate Show, which they get you ready for kickoff with Auburn and Cal. That'll be at 9.30 tomorrow night over on Wings 94.3. But here for the rest of the night, we've got Lee Scott football on AU100 as the Warriors will start the second half with the ball as they uh, were not able to win the coin toss in the first half and started on defense. So Morgan will kick it away left to right on your radio dial and Lee Scott will move right to left and we're underway in the second half. Lee Scott moving right to left and gets out to around the 35 gets up to the 40 still on his feet waiting on a whistle they finally blow it can't get him to the ground but a good return to open the second half for lee scott and they'll have good field position. It was Hutchins Blomeyer on the return for the Warriors, and we got signal. It will be a running clock here in the second half as Lee Scott has a 42-7 lead in this third quarter as we're underway. And we do see Pelzer Reeves coming out and taking the first snap. Maybe a drive or two just to yeah to start the to start that second half the right way, get a little bit of momentum if there was not enough already through that first half. But just a drive or two to get this second half going, and I think we'll we'll start to see a couple other guys get some reps in as we near this fourth quarter. Pelzer turn, handoff. J.J. Myers up the middle, dragged down right short of the 50-yard line. They'll mark him about the 49. Tackle made by Davis Fuller. And when J.J. Myers runs, he's just so physical, so big, and so strong. You can just tell it's going to be tough for any team to take him down. It takes more than one to get him on the ground. Well, he's one of those guys that runs behind his shoulder pads as well. He's always leaning forward, so even if he gets hit, he gets another yard or two falling forward on every single play, and it's just a big a big help to that offensive unit. Puts it into the chest of Tyler Kennedy, finds out a hole on the edge here across the 50, and is tackled out of bounds by Milton Hand. Number seven and number seven go at it again but a first down for the Warriors. They'll move the chains inside of Morgan Territory. We see those screens playing a big factor for the Lee Scott offense. If you can get those early, you get the backers to, to stall a little bit on that pump fake, and the counter really sells on the near side of the field. Easy first down run there for Tyler Kennedy. Ten minutes to play in this third quarter. Lee Scott with a 42-7 lead. First and ten from the Morgan 39. Moving right to left on your radio dial. Sun is down. Lights are on. It's a beautiful night here in Auburn, Alabama. As the backup quarterback for Lee Scott is in. Heath and Hardy as it's a run out on the edge. Parker right on the edge. Gets a block downfield. Cuts it back inside. Dies for the pylon. Did he get there? And they're going to call him out about the one-yard line, maybe even the half-yard line, as he was almost there. Was Parker Wright got a couple of blocks. He cut it back towards the G on the field, and they mark him a half a yard short. He's frustrated on the sidelines, but a heck of a run from Parker, and it puts Lee Scott first and goal from the half-yard line inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, did all that he could do. First contact was about the 15-yard line, made a man and miss a stiff arm and drag down just about it looks like a, a ball and a half length 
away from that goal line. Lee Scott looking to punch it in. Brooke Zachary gets the handoff, finds a way into the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. It's not Miles, it's Brooks this time who's into the end zone. Touchdown, Lee Scott, and the lead has been stretched out once again. 48-7, Warriors, 8.45 to go. And again, you got to give so much credit to that offensive line. Again, only needing about a yard, but if that. But the offensive line pushing that Monroe defensive front in, all the way into the end zone. And another easy score for Lee Scott. Senior Matt Relator on to kick the PAT. Little delay. The snap, the hold, the kick, it's up, and it is good. 49-7. to Lee Scott has completely run away from Morgan here in the third quarter. 8.08 to play, and we'll keep it right here as the teams are pretty much going to stay on the field after that touchdown. Lee Scott with that 49-7 lead again. Running clock here in the second half. Lee Scott comes out opening drive. We had talked about maybe not seeing Pelzer Reeves again. He comes out him, J.J. Myers. A lot of the starters get the Warriors down inside the red zone. A big run from Parker Wright. And then the backups come in of uh, Ethan Hardy and then Brooke Zachary. And they finish it off for another Lee Scott touchdown. Yeah, we were thinking maybe a drive or two. Well, only a couple plays got them on the plus side of the 50-yard line and let the other guys do the rest of the work. Going back to those college football games, wanted to get your thoughts a little bit. Uh, first of all, heck of a slate on ESPN tomorrow yeah. afternoon. What are your quick thoughts on that Alabama-Texas game? I want to know what you're expecting. Oh, man, I I've gone back and forth all week long on that matchup. And today on my show, I actually I picked Alabama to win, Okay. but I picked Texas to cover. Really? Texas is, uh, I think they're laying about seven points right now. And I, I did. I picked Texas to cover the seven points, you know, plus seven. But I think Alabama does win the football game. They just, being at night in Tuscaloosa, I just think Alabama's going to have the edge. They're going to have a hand up on that. If it's in Austin, I take the Longhorns. But with it being in Tuscaloosa, I'll take Alabama tomorrow night as a pooch kick to about the 30-yard line on the far side. It's taken by Rhett Thomas and brought down around the 35, dragged back to the 30-yard line near so as Lee Scott, they're just so physical, man. They're so physical, and it's funny because I talked to head coach Buster Daniel before the season, and he said this is the most physical and strongest team, one of the most physical and strongest teams he has had. He said they're more physical and more strong than the team last year, and we all know what that team did in the state championship, winning it all. So you can already see it early on this season. Lee Scott just fast, physical. Uh, they're very, very well coached, and that's just a huge props to everybody on this coaching staff. Yeah, it's one of those things you got to lean on. If you don't necessarily have the experience, you got to find ways to beat other other teams in other areas, and you can see the physicality of Lee Scott come through in all three of these first games. And a throw over the middle. It's caught on the far side. It is Milton Hand. And brought down by a couple of Lee Scott defenders out near the 45-yard line. Going to be more down at the 44-yard line. And while we have just a minute, while we're, before we get too far off the topic, I wanted to go ahead and let the listeners know who's going to be right about that pick. Uh, Bama covers, by the way. Oh, okay. You've got Bama going, what, double digits? I got I got Bama by 14, if not 17. Wow, you think they're going to do that good, huh? Quick handoff up the middle. Lee Scott all over it. Dragged him back to the 40-yard line as Lee Scott blew it up up the middle. It was Hayes Wagner 
pretty much unblocked. He read it immediately. We've seen Morgan do this a few times. Caden Talier, the quarterback, he's under center. He turns and just hands it off about as quick as you possibly can. Lee Scott not fooled as Hayes Wagner gets in there to stop the play, and it'll be... They said he got there? Yeah, they said he got there. It only needed about half a yard. They wow. gave it to him on the forward wow. progress. Okay. I didn't think he got there. Apologies, folks. I didn't think he got there. But first and 10 from the 46, Talir looks to throw one-on-one down the left sideline. Oh. He caught that football. He was out of bounds, though. He was out of bounds. But Holy still, smokes. Milton Hand there. went up and caught the ball. They say he was out of bounds. Good defense, though, by a couple of Lee Scott defenders. It was Brady Sajelski, number 13, in defense for Lee Scott. Uh, Milton Hand, you can see the athleticism of him. He has gone up and made a couple of plays tonight, just a little bit out of bounds on that play. Second and 10 from the 46 for the Senators. Quarterback to Lear in the shotgun. Runner off to his right. Puts it in his chest and hit as soon as he gets the football. It was Bank Sims who came across the backside of the play, able to jump on his back. And it'll be a loss on the play for the Senators. Four minutes to play. Lee Scott leads 49-7. to And a third and long for the Senators here in this third quarter. We've seen the, the Lee Scott defense. They've given up a couple chunk plays throughout the years, but not too many times are you going to see that defense give up a chunk play with a ball, with a run up the middle. I feel like the, the holes just get clogged up there from that defensive front and those backers. Quarterback Talir claps his hands in the shotgun. Empty set, throws it to the far side. It's caught by Rhett Thomas, but tackled short. Of the line to gain. It'd be about a fourth and a yard and a half. Yeah, it's not going to be much. The signal is fourth down on the far side. And they're getting and it's not even that. Maybe a quarter of a yard. I mean, about as yeah. inches as it gets. Yeah, about half a football. As it's just on this left side of the Lee Scott 45-yard line. And Morgan, of course, going to go for it. Shout out to those new binoculars as well. You can see exactly how far they need this evening. Trying, man. My eyes aren't good enough as they rush for the first down up the middle. A quarterback sneak as Talir keeps it all the way. First down for Morgan, and they'll move the chains. First down with under three minutes to play in this third quarter. Reminder, running clock here in the second half as Lee Scott with a 49-7 lead over Morgan. And we saw this in the first half. Morgan... Not really in any rush here, but but for them, this is an opportunity to to, to kind of get some confidence in your offense before they take on another opponent next week. And you know it's tough when you're down by this much, but you got to find a way to to build a little confidence, to have some faith in yourself, and get better when the score is like this. As a run up the middle, it was Rhett Thomas tackled by his ankles. From Hayes Wagner, he's been on all sorts of plays here in this second half, two to play in the third. And again, as you mentioned, it's one of those things where you're looking to try and find some positives on both the offensive and the defensive side of the ball. You're not necessarily in a rush, but you're wanting to pick up some plays. Look, get, look forward to to some of the plays that you can run next upcoming week. We look at their schedule. They lost their opener to Patrician Academy, 37 to 22. One the following week, Valiant Cross are coming off a bye week and head to Fort Dale. I'm sorry, Fort Dale goes to 
Morgan Academy next week. So looking to build on some momentum before that game next Friday night. Talir, a screen pass to the left for Travis Jones. At least got, they're just all over it. That's all you can say. They just read every play so well. The only time we've seen Morgan really have any sort of success is throwing deep balls down the field one-on-one against the Lee Scott DBs. Anything else, there's been no success for their offense so far. Yeah, it's deep in the middle of the field, and it's in those soft pockets right in between, right behind the corner, right in front of the safety. Plays like that just behind the linebackers. Again, you're not beating them laterally. You're not beating them with runs up the middle. You're going to have to find other ways to beat this Lee Scott defense. Under a minute to play in this third quarter. Third and nine from the Lee Scott 43 for the Senators. Talir drops back to throw over the middle. Hand has his hands on it, and a tackle made across the 40. Can't quite get to the 35-yard line. A couple of the Warriors there. Bank Sims, number 21, in on the tackle for Lee Scott. Looks like it'll be about a fourth and four and a half, fourth and five, probably the last play before we hit the fourth quarter as that clock is continuously running just at that 30-second mark. Yeah, play clock at 35, about a four-second, five-second difference. And it looks like Morgan's going to come up to the line and run another play. Fourth and four from the 38 with 23 seconds to go in this third quarter. Lee Scott looking to get off the field to Lear in the shotgun. Two out to his left, two out to the right, and the play is whistled dead. A flag on the play. Looks like a false start on Morgan. Yeah, that left side did look like they got set before that play was run. That should be the end of the third quarter. And it is. We'll head to the fourth. Lee Scott in control with a 49-7 lead over Morgan. They've got 12 minutes and a running clock to close it out before they move to 3-0 on the season here at Judd Scott Field. Don't go anywhere. The conclusion of Lee Scott and Morgan is next here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Quarterback Talir in the shotgun delivers it wide open down the right sideline. A falling catch is made by Morgan Academy. Heck of an effort by Jack Johnson. The pass is completed from the opposite 44-yard line. Going to be down inside the 30 near the 20-yard line. Heck of a play to start the fourth quarter, and Morgan is deep in Lee Scott territory. Yeah, definitely a busted coverage deep on the far side for Lee Scott. Two receivers, only one wide out. And as you mentioned, a big fourth down conversion there. 
And Monroe is in the red zone. They are in the red zone. As Talir claps his hands, handoff on the right side, and just nowhere to go. Ball's on the ground. I think they're going to say he was down. Fumble was recovered by Lee Scott Warriors. They have it. They won it. But I don't think, don't think they're going to give it to him. As Grant Blythe came up with the football for Lee Scott. That pass went from the 44 down to the 14. So a heck of a play from Morgan to put themselves inside the red zone. As a 49-7 lead for Lee Scott, 10.40 to go in the final quarter. And a timeout by Morgan. While we hit that timeout, once again, we remind you once to the conclusion of this game, tune into that Auburn High School game. Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Dothan is driving, trailing Auburn 14-7. to Wow. Once again, eight minutes left in that fourth quarter. Auburn leading 14-7. to And again, that's a... Not bad for an Auburn team that you mentioned was without their starting quarterback. Yeah, that's a big game for Auburn High coming off of the, the really the brutal loss against Enterprise a week ago at home and going on the road, long road trip down to Dothan without their starting quarterback. Um, that, that defense, I mentioned it earlier, that defense for Auburn High, really, really impressive. But it was a tall task, and credit to them. Sounds like they're up a touchdown and trying to hold on there on the road. So like Christian said, at the conclusion of our game, go check it out over on Wings, 94.3 and WingsFM.com. With our buddy Scott Bagwell flying solo tonight over on the Auburn High School Sports Network. But wait till this one ends, right? That's right. That's right. We don't want you going anywhere just yet. Lee Scott trying to hold on to a 49-7 victory, and I say hold on because Morgan is at the 16, second and 12. As Talir drops back to pass, throws it off his back foot. It was a 50-50 ball, and Lee Scott, they tip it up in the air. Did he catch it in the end zone? No. Official right on top of it says it falls incomplete. Two Lee Scott Warriors went up and defended each other, knocked it to the ground. It falls incomplete. Yeah, both the cornerback and the defensive back, or the safety, going up for that interception. Uh brings back real memories of of Ricardo Lewis, the prayer of Jordan Hare. Uh, obviously not as big of a circumstance, but Maybe that similar play, we're both going up for, for the interception. If only one does, they easily come down with it. The ball falls, harm, falls harmlessly in the front of the end zone. Talir, screen pass to the left for Rhett Thomas. Has a couple of blocks. He gets tackled down at the 16-yard line. Lee Scott all over it. No gain on the play. And again, we see it right there. Little slip screen, near side of the field, going all the way across. Eight Lee Scott defenders there versus three blockers. You just see the speed that they have on the defensive side of the ball, pinching them to that near sideline. And again, I'm, I've never been great at math, but I feel like eight versus three. I feel like defense is going to win that more times than not. Yeah, there's a reason we're doing broadcasting and not doing anything else that involves true math, but... Lee Scott just so good at crashing to the football as Talir on a 4th and 12 thought about throwing to the end zone. It's sacked for the first time tonight at the 26-yard line. Lee Scott is all over it, and Walker Lane gets in there for the sack for Lee Scott. Turnover on downs. Warriors take over. Credit that to that defensive secondary coverage sack there. Caden Talir. Trying to buy some time, rolling out to his left, not enough time. And Walker Lane drags it down for, as you mentioned, that first sack of the evening for Lee Scott. And Lee Scott takes over with 8.30 remaining on that running clock. Lee Scott has an opportunity to run out the clock here if they do it effectively on the ground. 
And a little miscommunication for Lee Scott. And it looks like Griffin Gaston, the freshman, in a quarterback, turns and hands it off up the middle. He's got a couple of blockers, cuts it outside to the near side. He's out across the 50. It's a foot race. He stepped out of bounds at about the 45-yard line in Morgan territory. Heck of an effort, though, by Brooke Zachary. Has a touchdown already tonight and broke free for a big run there. I'll tell you what, one thing that that Lee Scott offensive line has done extremely well, we brought it up numerous times last night, but it's the offensive line with the ability to get to that second level on those misdirection carries, getting all the leverage, putting the helmet on those linebackers and the least got running backs, just having to beat those safeties. And again, another huge play for the offense. Freshman quarterback Gaston in the shotgun has Zachary off his right hip. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. They give it to Zachary off the left side. Was hit immediately, but able to drag the defender a few yards down to the 42-yard line with 7.15 to go on a running clock. Lee Scott looking to expand on a 49-7 lead. And again, this is that experience that we've talked about, getting guys reps that you wouldn't necessarily see in a in a closer game, but you never know when those names are going to get called on, and they need to be need to be ready and need to be prepared. Some freshmen in the ballgame, Braxton Cox, number 28, the running back, off the right hip of the quarterback, Gaston. Under seven to play, second and seven from the 42, broken play as just takes off and runs, does the quarterback for Lee Scott. And made something out of nothing. I don't know how he did it. But went out on the left edge on that Morgan sideline. It is third down, but he's out across the 40, down around the 38-yard line. And a pickup of about four. Yeah, made something out of nothing. And I think this goes back to the point that you made earlier. Clean football has to be the term that you're looking at right now. Again, with penalties and just doing things the right way, making the simple executions where they need to be made. Charlie Lloyd in the ballgame as well. For Lee Scott, two receivers out to the left, one to the right, running back off the hip, man in motion. It is Lloyd. They toss it to him on the sweep. He's got a block cut inside, makes a man miss, and a little misread there is still on his feet somehow. A little crab walk in the backfield, and forward momentum says he gets to the 40, but a loss of two on the play under six in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think I think what you said, the misread right there. If he, I think if he bounces it a little bit further on the outside, no doubt. he has that seam right along the numbers, tries to cut it in with the block going towards the outside. It gets dragged down for a loss of two. Timeout on the field. We will take one with them. 5.53 to go. Lee Scott closing in on a big victory here at home over Morgan Academy. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. On a fourth and five from the Morgan Academy 40, Lee Scott brings out the punt unit. And we'll punt it away with 5.53 to go in the football game. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My color commentator, Christian Griffin, with me in the booth. No pressure from Morgan. Going to take the punt and let it hit at about the 10-yard line. Gets a 
unfriendly bounce for Lee Scott, and the Warriors down it at about the 10-yard line, maybe the 11, and that's where the Senators will take over with five and a half to go on a running clock. They trail Lee Scott 49-7. to And we remind you after the game to stay tuned for the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. And for any any Braves fans or Major League fans out there, I believe the magic number just got cut to single digits. Uh-oh. With the Braves beating the, uh, the, the Pirates tonight, 8-2, to two, and the Marlins... Knocking down the Phillies 3-2. So I believe that magic number is 9 for the Braves to clinch the NL East. I believe the magic number is 3 for them to automatically have a buy or a bid into the playoffs, but I don't think that's too much of a of a concern at the moment. New quarterback in the ballgame for Morgan. It is Patrick Johnson who got the direct snap. And stopped by Walker Lane for a loss, 425 to go in the fourth. Again, this is one of those times if you're Coach Osmond, you're really challenging your defense to get one more stop. Obviously, they disciplined the big here, here. Exactly. A touchdown here is not necessarily going to kill you, but it's one of those things having the correct mindset, doing things the right way, playing until that final whistle and there's zeros across that fourth quarter is really huge, especially with the game coming up next week. So it is number six, Patrick Johnson playing quarterback now for Morgan Academy. Has a running back off to his right. Two receivers out to the right, two receivers to the left. Lee Scott's bringing pressure off the edge. Fumble in the backfield. Quarterback picks it up off his knee. I don't think he was down. And Lee Scott tackles him in the back of the end zone. And it's a safety. Heck of a play by Lee Scott. Heads up play, if you will. And I believe it was Alan Owen, number one, who came off the edge. I saw him creeping up. It was a bad snap. He jumped on the quarterback and a safety for the Warriors. First one this season, 51-7 Lee Scott. It's all going right for the Warriors here on a Friday night. It is. We've seen that defense make numerous plays, being able to take advantage of those offensive miscues. And as you mentioned, the 50-piece McNugget on the board for the Warriors. 51-7. Lee Scott takes... Even bigger of a lead, they're going to get the ball back after the safety. You don't see that too often. You don't, and I expect this little timeout before the kickoff to take take another minute or two off the clock because we've hit under the three-minute mark. And again, once Lee Scott gets the field, I think maybe One or a two kneel plays, down or yeah. two is all you're really going to have left. No need to add any insult to injury or put yourself at a chance of an injury. And I think you're quite happy heading into the locker room with that win and taking us to the postgame. As of right now, knock on wood, and if we've missed anything, I, I sincerely apologize, but it seems like Lee Scott's going to get out of here healthy tonight. It seems like we haven't had an, and there's still two minutes left in the game, so hopefully nothing happens, but it seems like the Warriors are going to escape this thing healthy tonight in game three of the season so off the safety morgan will kick it off from the 20 yard line lee scott trying to get adjusted and set up in the back and just a straight kick jake 
or it wasn't Jake White, excuse me, through the hands of Elise Scott Warrior at the 40-yard line. Picks up a couple of blocks. It is Hutchins Blomeyer. Picks up a few more blocks out across the 40, down at the 35, and dragged out of bounds by a couple of Morgan defenders and still fighting. And Blomeyer is fired up on that Lee Scott sideline. Heck of a return for the young man. He's fired up, ready to go. And Lee Scott is a minute 30 away from a 51-7 victory. And, yeah, I think going back to what you were saying, health is definitely the, the number one topic of concern right now. We saw Jake White go back there to, to receive the kick and was quickly brought to the sideline. No need to, to put yourself in any sort of opportunity for, for an injury this late in the game where, again, you're one or two kneel downs away from, from shaking hands at midfield. Gaston in at quarterback for Lee Scott, a 105 to play. Again, a running clock, so this thing will run down. Play clock at 20. Gaston takes the handoff, or gives the handoff, I should say, to Brooks Zachary, tackled in the backfield, a loss on the play. Down at the 42-yard line, loss of seven. And if Lee Scott takes their time, they can probably make this about the final play. They may not even have to snap the football. As the play clock resets, there's about a three-second difference. And Lee Scott should not have to snap it again, is what the coaches are telling them right now. It looks like everybody gets together. Head coach Buster Daniel, he's fired up about something. I'm not really sure what it is, but he is fired up. In the huddle right now as the clock counts down under 10 seconds. Again, I'm not sure what... What he's upset about, got on his team about something. But nevertheless, clock counts down from three, two, and one. And Lee Scott is going to be victorious. They win 51-7 to against the Morgan Academy Senators. Stay tuned for the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust Post Game Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Your Lee Scott Warriors successfully moved to 3-0 on the 2023 season with a 51-7 victory over the Morgan Academy Senators. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as we welcome you inside the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show. Troy Bank and Trust is the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Christian Griffin, my broadcast partner, with me on Friday nights here in the booth. A very successful night for Lee Scott once again, a 51-7 victory. We saw all sorts of offensive plays, defensive plays, special teams plays, and just really an overall good performance for Lee Scott as they moved to 3-0 on the season. Yeah, last week we saw that <laughs> the the run game, uh, just a clear success in last week. So one of the big question marks was how was Lee Scott going to come out and can they throw the ball, can they move the ball down the field through the air? And I think a bunch of those question marks turned into exclamation points in tonight's contest. Miles Zach, or Pelzer Reeves obviously leading the way, three first quarter touchdowns. Uh, I think that exemplifies the night in itself. Well, a bunch of guys, uh, a bunch of guys got involved uh, in that in that first half, really the first quarter. Lee Scott capitalized on some Morgan turnovers, some Morgan uh, mistakes. It was an interception from J.J. Myers. He eventually was, would get the running touchdown score from four yards out. Then a turnover on downs. Brady Sajelski would get a receiving touchdown from Pelzer Reeves. A muffed punt would lead to a Jake White five-yard touchdown run. The highlight reel, the highlight of the night, was the Lane Eddins 49-yard touchdown reception and it didn't come easy. It was a little bit overthrown by quarterback Pelzer Reeves. A one-handed snag from Elaine Edens. You'll see it somewhere. It needs to be on Sports Center tonight. 
as he was able to go up and get it, outrun the defender, and get it in for six. Parker Wright had a rushing touchdown. Jake White had a 51-yard punt return. How about Brooke Zachary, the young guy, getting in on the action as well? He got a touchdown run. And then at the end of the game, as the icing on top, whatever you want to call it, the Lee Scott defense comes up big once again. And a safety was called as Lee Scott jumped all over it. They get in the end zone, and Allen Owen was the one who was able to recover that for a safety. So, again, everybody got involved. Everybody got some playing time and hit the scoreboard and Lee Scott gets a 51-7 victory over Morgan Academy. As we turn the page, Christian, to what next week holds, Lee Scott 3-0 on the season. Glenwood, uh, I assume, will be 3-0. They were on the road at Bessemer tonight, and Glenwood, they're a really, really talented team. Uh, I assume that they were um, able to uh, handle business in that game. You never know, but uh, just based off of what the, the stats and what the rosters would tell me, Glenwood will more than likely get that job done. How can Lee Scott? Fi- How does Lee Scott feel in your mind? How should they feel heading on the road for the first time next week on the road at their biggest rival, the number one ranked Glenwood Gators? Well, I feel like the biggest thing is you had your number one spot taken away from you, not only by anybody but by your rival. So if any of anything, you're coming in there with a little bit of extra bad blood. Uh, not that you really needed any motivation for that game, but there's a little bit of added one there. I think you're feeling good on the offensive side of the ball. You've been able to move the ball with success, put some points on the board, and then that defense is shining with Lee Scott. The speed that we've talked about on that secondary and even with those defensive ends, but those big guys clogging up holes, really stopping the run game as a whole. It should be a lot of fun next week as the Warriors hit the road for the first time this season, and it's not just any road trip. It's up to Phoenix City to take on the Gators of Glenwood and what is the biggest rivalry of Lee Scott should be a lot of fun next week up on the road at Glenwood. What you got? We do have an update of uh, the Auburn-Dothan game. Not only did Dothan score to tie the game halfway through the fourth quarter, 17 seconds left. Dothan ball on the Auburn 21 field goal unit is on the field. So wow. back-to-back weeks, uh, game comes down to a field goal as time expires. We'll look to keep an update here. Uh, as I'm guessing that field goal is going to come here within the next minute or so. Wow. Well, we'll wrap it up, and you can flip over real quick to Wings 94-3. Check out Scott Bagwell on the Auburn High School Sports Network as they wrap up that. Also on Wings 94-3, tomorrow afternoon, get all of your Auburn University football coverage as we will have full coverage of the Auburn University football game, pregame show from the Auburn Sports Network. It all kicks off with our game day on Wings 94-3 show. That'll be myself and Uncle T-Bone Wade Bennett. We will go on the air at 530 It's an hour long. That'll feed right into the Auburn Sports Network Tiger Tailgate Show. Andy Birch and Brad Law, Jason Campbell, all the guys from the Auburn Sports Network. Then kick off between Auburn and Cal, 9.30 Central Time, over on your new home of the Auburn Sports Network and the Auburn Opelika area, Wings 94.3. So be sure you're checking that out tomorrow night. But, Christian, it was a fun one. Lee Scott wins 51-7 over Morgan. They've got their eyes set and feasting on the Gators of Glenwood next week on the road for the first time this season. That'll be our next broadcast here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. We'll be next Friday against Glenwood. Airtime, as always, will be 6.30 right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app kickoff at 7 o'clock between the Gators and the Warriors. Thank you for listening to Lee Scott Football on the home of the Warriors, AU100. For my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. Until next Friday, stay safe and go Warriors. 
You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. On the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic. Auburn Express Towing. Russell Building Supply. The Gouge Performing Arts Center. And Troy Bank and Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama. For the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.